Wow. Wild. Wet and wild, you know? Story of my sex life. Ew. Oh, God. <laughs> well, I meant to show you something else, but I've already started recording. Oh. Cool. Do Anyways. <laughs> show me. I'm excited. Yes! <laughs> my breath is fire. My breath is fire. Wait for it. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. I saw that. They slay. <clears throat> Bitch! Bitch, that's how I want to protest. You could never. You could never. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Those are some powerful I men stand. and women. Look at him slay. So good. Yes. And twirl. And twirl. And kick. And death drop. I don't know how they don't break their fucking necks. Fucking or their fucking ankles. Have you seen the, the way they twist those fucking ankles when they're spinning in four-inch heels from what it looks like? Mm-hmm. I feel bad for this girl because she loses her hat, like, the whole time. Yeah. But uh, to come in an outfit like that, you had to have known that you were going to be bogan like that. Oh, yeah. That's some powerful shit. Those boots are probably oh, hot. Yes. Some voguing. She's losing and her wig work. too. And work. Oh, <laughs> oh, and then she like lands. Did you see that? She like lands on her on head. Her, her neck like rolls on her face. That's some shit. That is some shit. <laughs> oh, so and good. Work. And a work. Oh, the ankles. I think she's ripped her pants. <laughs> she ripped her pants on her heel. <laughs> so silly. I love that. Classic. Well, so, welcome to our Ruby podcast. Welcome to the Ruby podcast. <laughs> we watch voguing, uh-huh. and that's it. That's it. All right, we're Period. done. Bye, everybody. bye, girls. Get they get spoopy with it. Yes. <laughs> bye. Did you um? How do you how do you feel right now? Did you en- enjoy your finale? Um. Yes, I did too. I. It, well, I did and I didn't. I have a couple of two a couple of views on it. And I understand that it was like the best of a of a shitty situation. situation, yeah. Um, and I understand it, and I'm here for it, and I'm proud of what was put forth from the work of our queens and only our season twelve queens. Yes. <laughs> no one else. <laughs> oh, and the judges, <laughs> but only three of them. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle Visage, she put her, she worked her ass out. She she her husband put on a show for us. Hey, and let me tell you, he is. I was gonna say the gays wow. are the gays will not leave him alone now. <laughs> Good, <laughs> and the gays are like, hold up, hold up, hold up. Michelle Visage is married. <laughs> After talking about all the blowjobs that she gets in the the t- Jersey Turnpike, she also has like a twenty year old daughter. No, I think she's eighteen. I think her, her oldest is like fourteen or fifteen. Mm-mm. I think she was talking about going to college, which I guess you could go to college and like seventeen. So maybe seventeen. I'll, I'll allow seventeen. Maybe sixteen. Final answer. I don't know. I listen. I say seventeen. I uh, have added Michelle Visage on TikTok. Uh-huh. So I think that I am the leading authority. I here. follow her on Instagram. You know how much I'm on Instagram, okay? Instantgram. Instantgram. Uh, so I do not have the TikToks as the youths say. The youths. Um, the youths. Uh, but I do have the Instagrams. So. Mm. You know. How do you find all of Michelle Visage's posts through those sea of men pictures that are, are on your Instagram? Hey, where I've are they? Where are they? Un, uh, I'm sorry, been unfollowing problematic gays 
on my Instagram for a while now because anytime they posted anything about, oh my God, the, the number of gays are like, coronavirus isn't as serious as people are saying it. I'm like, unfollow. I'm not dealing with your bullshit. Unfollow. Conspiracy theory put forth by people. Unfollow. Like, I'm not dealing with your bullshit. I'm not, not even going Lord. to thirst after you anymore because... You're stupid. Your dick is tainted. It is. Your dick is tainted. I don't want your tainted dick. LOL. It's a hard pass for me. Get it? Hard pass dick. <laughs> Woo! No one else, just me. Just okay. you. Can't really laugh. No. I heard him. I heard him laugh. He's scratching his butt now. Our audience has a lot of opinions on this. On this episode? On this episode. This episode? Well, this episode is a double episode. Oh, yeah, well, our episode is a double episode. Yes. Because we yes, are yes, doubling yes, yes. things up, Henny. Well, so. We are working girls. We're getting that paper. We're doing our shit. We're going. We're doing it. We're another club. Another club. club. Bus. Bus. Plane. Another club. Another club. No sleep. No sleep. <laughs> and if you didn't hear me the first time, I'll say it again. Another club. Another, another club. club. Bus. Plane. Plane. No sleep. <laughs> Very accurate for us. Um, yes. What? What happened? Oh, I thought I heard the dog growl. I don't know. Because that would be fully on brand for him. <laughs> would not be new to us, if that's what you're trying to say. Um, no, it wouldn't be. Mm. But you know what is not new to us? What? Is it? Uh, well, I'm going to tell you. Is well, it? what? Is it? Is it? Is it? I think it is. It is. Yeah, I'm going to tell you. Ooh, it's tell me about it. Our sponsor, Bank Bones. They love listening to our show and always want to hear our opinions on our rupee podcast. So we like to go ahead and give them the tea. Okay, give the people what they want. Exactly. So and they gave they us want? the tea today. And I'm going to tell you about it. Tell me about it. You ready? A recent Gallup poll shows that Americans have reported feeling stress, worry, and anger at the highest levels in over a decade. While we are growing more and more aware of the effects of stress on our bodies and minds, we may not have considered the effects that our stress can have on our pets. According to a 2019 study, there is a synchronization between stress hormones in humans and their dogs. If you are a dog parent, you probably already know that your pup is very good at reading your body language and can quickly pick up on how you're feeling. We're always working to reduce our own stress in any way that we can, but what about the anxiety that we may have passed on, passed on to our dogs? Baked Bones has a solution. CBD has been known to help reduce stress and anxiety in both humans and dogs, and Baked Bones has your dog covered. Made from organic, human-grade ingredients and full-spectrum hemp oil, their bones may offer some relief to your anxious pup. Check out BakedBones.com for more information on CBD for dogs and other benefits it may provide. Baked Bones offers free shipping on all orders over $25, and you can save 10% now with promo code SPOOPY10. S-P-O-O-P-Y-1-0. Baked Bones is an LGBTQ-owned and operated business and is based in Houston, Texas. Based Baked Bones proudly donates 10% of all profits to no-kill shelters in the United States. I'm going to give everybody a, a little tip. Uh -huh. so, just a tip? Well, I mean, more if, you're, more if you ask, but just a tip for now. Uh, we're heading into hurricane season here on the Gulf and Atlantic coast. Mm -hmm. uh, lots of rain, lots mm -hmm. of thunderstorms. Mm -hmm. Most dogs are not uh, fans. Mm -hmm. So I think Baked Bones has really served Kennedy very well in, mm -hmm. in the sense of calming him down. He's not too worried about rainstorms. I know Bailey is very oh, worried about rainstorms. Oh, I just Bailey uh -huh. yesterday. Took, gave her three Baked Bones and... <laughs> She was just let her look at the wall for a couple hours. <laughs> yeah, because normally what she does is like in, in a thunderstorm, it's like she'll like be shaking 
And so whenever I give her these pills instead, or not pills, the bones, uh, instead what she does is she just like holds her head and like stares at the wall. Because she still goes to her normal hiding spot because that's her comfort spot. Mm -hmm. But she's much more calm. Yes, more zen, if you will. Yeah, there you go. So, I mean, probably pick yours up before... uh... Cristobal takes or free shipping for twenty five dollars. Get them in. Woo! So if you live in uh, East Texas uh, on the coast, basically from Houston to the east towards Florida, uh, get your baked bones now. Hey, North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, New York—they get hurricanes too. Well, yeah, but I meant like right now because of Cristobal. Yeah, well, because they get those orders out, girl. They do. I had mine in what two days? That was period, sis. (laughs) Period. Periodicity. Period. Period. Periodism. They even messed with like, table. you're right around the corner. We could have dropped them off ourselves. I'm like, well. <laughs> <laughs> now I know. <laughs> now I know. <laughs> um, excellent. Well, do you want to go ahead and get Yeah, let's talk about some it? stuff. So let's what did you, started. what did you, um, so I talked about all of the lip syncs. Did you start with the face, face challenge? Yeah, I got all of them. I mean, I have a little bit of like work into it to kind of talk about like the flow of the finale um, and have a couple of important messages as well. Um, um, yeah, I didn't do much except for the reading. What reading? The reading challenge. I thought that was on the um, the reunion. Oh, was it? Shit. I wrote about it. <laughs> Where did you look it up from? <laughs> well, I didn't watch the full episode. I watched it from YouTube, just mm. like clips. Gotcha. Well. Well. <laughs> yeah, the reading challenge was definitely the reunion. All right. I just wrote about the lip syncs. <laughs> well. Then let's go ahead and get into it. Okay. Uh, we start off with the entrance from the queens of season 12. And honestly, I have to say they all look stunning. And the only one that I was a little bit confused by was Nikki Doll with the weird, like, frilly thing. And I was like, mm, what are you doing? Yeah. Uh, but beyond that, they all look really cute. Um, I have to say this season was hella strong. Um, it was a very good season. I'm uh, like there are some season five kind of vibe from it where they were, like, all really good. I would go more along the lines of, like, season eight. Where most of the tops are very good. Well, we we had Derek Barry and Chi Chi Devane's as five and four there. Mm-hmm. Chi Chi Devane's was good. Um, she wasn't in long. Why are you not three. talking about Derek Barry? What? Der- Derek Barry. Um, we're not talking about Derek Barry, and I will talk about her later. Oh. <laughs> I will not have you discount Derek Barry. Oh yeah, on okay. This podcast. Uh-huh. Sure. Whatever. Um, well, I thought the season was really strong. Like, I, I mean, so honestly, the top like six or seven were all eight because when did Janet eliminated eight? Like, they were all really good. She was, yeah. She eight or seven? Uh, I think she's eight, but we assume yeah. seven. Yeah, it, it, she was eight with counting Madam X, but without it, she's seven. But you know, whatever. Um, How are you gonna go home eighth in a seven people <laughs> race? seven people competition? Um, yeah. So then we get the introduction of. Um, RuPaul. <laughs> of man RuPaul. Wearing his Nacho Libre luchador mask. Um, yep. Again. And I have to agree with Thomas that it made me kind of irritated because especially after watching the finale yeah. and seeing, I mean, the... the Amount of work top, that these queens had exactly, to put into it. The top three queens had four different looks because they had their finale looks, uh, they had their close-up look, they had their um, uh, individual, individual look, challenge. and then of course the like finale. being on the finale, like uh, or the finale lip sync as well. Like we had four different looks from them, plus their like vote, frock the vote 
uh, look and um, you know everything else that they did is just like you. They did their entrance. Well, we already talked about that. Yeah, anyway, they put in a ton, put of ton of work, and you couldn't even put on a fucking lash. Mm-hmm. Nothing. And like you couldn't even go and like watch watch Raven on YouTube to figure out how to paint her face, or even paid Raven to just go hide in a corner for two weeks and not be outside, have groceries delivered to her. Like you know, all that shouldn't be like okay, now you're quarantined. Come over to my house and paint my face. Like, bitch, she probably would have done that because she would have you would have paid her lots of money for it. I, I hope that you pay her for it. I mean, um, maybe he was in Montana the whole time, but still, I'm sure if you pay Raven enough money, she'll get in a car. And, and drive, drive her all ass the all the way Montana. up there. Yeah, exactly. I um, agree. I mean, even still, you could. She knows how to do her eyes at least. Mm-hmm. Wear like a. She used to paint her own face. face. Mask. How did you forget shit? Like, I mean, you lose a little bit of your talent if I you're know. not the one doing it. Mm-hmm. But everybody's wearing face masks now. You mm-hmm. could have just done your eyes and your eyebrows. Mm-hmm. You have to remember how to do something Foundation, simple, some sort of blending, like <laughs> something like that. You have eyes. You can fucking use them. Yeah. I was quite irritated with that as well. Or even if you're, like, the super laziest, throw on one shade of foundation, mm-hmm. big sunglasses, big hat, wear a scarf, and put on lipstick. Mm-hmm. Put on a wig. You don't need a wig. Put on a scarf, like you said. Put it over your head. It's like, she's Mama Ruth. She's doing whatever the fuck she wants to. Well, she's well, driving her Mercedes down the coastal highways, because yeah. we already know that she got all that money from fracking. Yeah. And on top of that, the whole time she was hosting... It irritated me as well because she did not have energy and like she did not flow with these things at all. So they, I'm sure that the way that they like recorded these things were like, okay, now say this, cut, you know, move on. Now say this, like, and so she didn't actually watch these excerpts that were being given to her beforehand. So she wasn't like, this is amazing. Thanks for that. She was like, thanks, Heidi. Thanks for that, Jan. You know, just, yep. you know, just basic Let's move ass- on to a queen that has no need for an introduction. Exactly. Even when the celebrities get did their little s- snippets and Whoopi gave this whole, like, heartfelt thing about, like, how important drag queens was, she was just like, thanks, Whoopi. Moving on. It's like, okay, so yep. you didn't show any appreciation to these judges who came out and did these things for you. Like, what the fuck? Like, even funny ones like Rachel Bloom talking about her um, fucking... Titties. pornographic titties that she was like look at how big they are full of milk and she was just like okay moving on like no yep so that's why i have to say that i did and didn't like the finale because i loved the finale and i loved what was given to us during a bad situation from everyone but rupaul exactly all the energy that was lacking from rupaul was given in all the other times so it was just like listening to rupaul i had to listen to rupaul too much for that to be in a finale that i wanted to enjoy yeah so there's that. <laughs> and she already does the bare minimum for her fucking finales. She just comes exactly. out in one dress mm-hmm. and talks a little bit. Mm-hmm. And the entire, the, the reason why it's so exciting during the regular finales is because the queens that have come on beforehand to do all the dancing and all the performances and got the crowd all warmed up to sit there and watch the whole finale, like, through all that shit, like, they've gotten, there's a whole, like, elaborate, like, four hour, four or five hour performance of the recording of the finale. Like, oh. I don't know. And she was just like, mm, thanks. Can't be bothered. For that. Yeah. We definitely, obviously, respect RuPaul for mm-hmm. doing all the things that she does for us and giving us these television shows to watch. But yeah. it's a disappointment. Yes. And so I have to say I have a lot more um, respect for all of the queens that put in their efforts and pitched in for the past three months essentially because they have been uh, going online, doing all their lives, doing all their videos, putting all the shit out there, pumping 
everything that they can excitement the into excitement, the, the exactly. season um just to be excited because normally what they do is like what we talked about previously is they'll go have a tour and like they're always rotating at different bars across the country every single night it was like rupaul's drag race like season 12 is here they haven't been able to do that for the past three months yep um and so like that's that they really did they really emphasized the whole idea of the show must go on and they um really created that for us so that's the end of my tie right here <laughs> yeah um you ready to move into some lip syncs um no not yet okay <laughs> so then rue talks about uh talks to all three queens there's just a little brief thing she talks to all the all the three queens um to you know talk about their life and all that stuff of course i get the message from oh, her yeah, mom yeah. and dad and her abuela and you said something last time that we were watching it no not you savannah said something uh that was funny the last time that she she said she would have died at the end of her abuela speaking to her in spanish if she just went because when rupaul said uh like oh i think i don't understand spanish but i think what she said is i love you or something like that and i would have died if crystal said i don't know i don't speak spanish yeah <laughs> that would have just like made my entire life um and then Gigi gets a message from her mom, um, and then talks, has a, a heartfelt... M- the only time... that I was trying to think back in the season. The only time that I really ever saw, like, Gigi vulnerable, like, emotionally vulnerable, was this finale. Like, I uh, know that she cried... There was one other About, instance. like, being in the bottom. Mm, she had had some sort of an, uh, breakdown about... Oh, like, she talked about her uncle. Maybe that was it. I don't yeah. remember. It was something where she was like, I can't, I'm not showing what I think I'm showing. And then she cried about that yeah, on the season. Yeah, being in the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. But then she cried about her uncle. Okay, so then um, I'm, I stand corrected. Listen, okay. <laughs> the only one who didn't cry is Jada, because she's a badass bitch. Yeah. No, I think she cried too. The only person who didn't cry is Mary, Madame X, because Mad- they cut that out. Yeah. <laughs> she was non-existent. <laughs> LOL. Um... And then Jada gets a message from her brother and dad, who also watched the first episode with her and were so excited and over the moon that she won. And that's that's one thing, like, what? You spoiled it already. She won the first episode. Oh. Uh, <laughs> you spoiled it. <laughs> no. I haven't let anything go. She won the first episode, and her and her dad watched it together. Her and her dad and brother watched it together, and they were over the moon that she won the first episode. She did. <laughs> anyway. That's true. So um, I do have to say, like, that's one thing that we don't see enough of in, like, the black community as well, is that, like, I mean, I've only heard it across the board as, like, uh, you know, being an ally of the black community. It's just, like, that people, LGBT members of the black community there's like a weird intersectionality there that like a lot of parents like don't support like a lot of LGBT people of color and like that kind of is um, so impressive to see like especially as a drag queen having her father and her brother with her to support her and see her win and all that stuff so yeah. to win the challenge um, so <laughs> I don't know that I could say that, that I had experience knowing that but mm-hmm. I mean regardless of any person that tells a male relative they're a drag queen yeah there's going to be some awkward air. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the same thing with, like, we don't talk about it. Like, my brothers will talk about it sometimes. My brother will joke about it. Uh, my older brother will joke about it. My little brother knows and loves it. My mom talks about it sometimes, but, like, it's kind of like a don't talk about it in front of your father kind of thing. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't fucking care. Like, <laughs> yeah. So I understand that it, like, happens in all communities, but it's, like, very prevalent in, like, uh, any people of color. Like, um, that it's just, like, taboo it's a very like you don't you're not gay kind of thing yeah um 
So then we move on. Oh, no, no. So then we have the queens that have our reminder about staying safe during coronavirus. And we reiterate that fact as well. Coronavirus is very serious, uh, especially even as states have begun to open up the past month, month and a half now. Um, there still has to still has been um, new cases and we've seen all sorts of other unsafe actions. So please wear a mask, social distance, um, stay safe. And so then Heidi yep. tells us to wash our hands and all that fun stuff. So then... <laughs> is this where to, I started? Yeah. This is, oh, we good. get to the first lip sync. Sorry. I just wanted to throw in a couple of those like little points in there because they were important points to me. Heidi does wash her hands. She, she, wash your hands. I love whenever she's washing her hands, she's like, fuck you, fuck, fuck you, you, fuck you, <laughs> and fuck you. So good. <laughs> Except whenever she said malleable, I was like, girl, no. <laughs> malleable refers to like metal. Something that's being, bendable. Like ben, being bendable. That has nothing to do with washing your hands or water. Because <laughs> she was talking about warm water. I'm like, no, no. Try I mean, <laughs> no. No. Remember Have you warmed the soap up? Maybe remember that one time in season 10 when uh, Kimora Black didn't know what an adjective was and my dad was furious for weeks? <laughs> yep. He's still angry now. He's still angry. <laughs> if he had seen that, Fucking he describing been, word. He like, wow, this is an embarrassment to your community and blah, blah, blah. He would have gone off again. <laughs> um, anyways, so then we get to our first lick scene. So, um, I... I loved that there was multiple forms of the lip syncing mm -hmm. because obviously they can't be in person, so they're not going to be able to do all of the things that they would normally mm -hmm. do. Um, so I think this this close up one was really important because mm -hmm. I mean the main important thing about lip syncing is knowing the song and and having the emotion and to not portray just in your body language. You you were literally given a square to just look at your face and whether or not you could portray those things. In just your face. Yeah. I would have preferred a different song, mm -hmm. perhaps. Without RuPaul plugging the fuck out of herself. <laughs> yeah. And this is not even a good song, RuPaul. Pick another one. I was kind of into it. <laughs> Bring I back my it. girls. Yeah. Okay. I thought that two of the three queens embodied it pretty well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's some some roughness going on here. Mm -hmm. um, some so, disappointment, honestly. Yeah. Um, I loved the blinking, the syn syncopated or syncopated? No. Syncopated. Synced. Syncopated. Syncopated? Syncopated. Yes, syncopated blinking. Syncopation. It's like going to the beat. Yeah. Syn I, synced blinking is what I wrote, but I said syncopated. Anyways. What do you think sync is short for? Shh. Um, I loved that. <laughs> Lip syncopation? Shut up. Um, I also felt like she was singing the lead parts oh, as compared to every other girl. Gigi, yeah. You're talking yeah. about Gigi? Yeah. Um, she was the only one that was hitting the ad libs. Mm -hmm. The other girls were singing like the the full lyrics. But yeah. I mean, there was like moments where RuPaul pulls out some vocals, mm -hmm. and Gigi was the only one that hit them. There was a couple times that she didn't do like the background things, and then the back. Or, I'm sorry, the other two did the background thing, the background which singers. made it look like she was the lead singer, as you were saying, and the other two, Crystal and Jada, were the background people. Background singers because they were lip syncing to all the background for points. Gigi. Yeah, and it was just all the main lyrics that Gigi was singing yeah. at like towards the end of the song. And I was like, ooh, that's shady. Where are my background singers? Um, 
I really feel like she took the lead on the challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, I did like Jada's performance, and I felt mm-hmm. like the moving forward and backwards in the frame was a great yeah. tactic. That she was something... utilized like a three-dimensional space while Gigi kind of stayed in like one one space. She didn't she move her head very much. Yeah, yeah, she, she just her went her side. Head back and forth, and she used a lot of like the blinking. And I think, but I do think that Gigi won because Gigi had a lot more emotion in her face for the entire song, and not that the song has emotion, but she had a lot more like descriptive things from her lips and her eyes and all that stuff while Jada used the three-dimensional space. So I think yeah. there was like two different aspects to it, but I think Gigi won. The face, the facial expressions were most similar to RuPaul mm-hmm. from Gigi. Yeah. Um, I, I did feel like I saw Jada's brain though. Yeah. She got right up in there. Yeah. You, I could, you, go, you could stare up her nose mm-hmm. and see her frontal lobe. Yeah. Um, oh. So oh. good. Um, Crystal didn't do anything for me no but also i could not tell a lot of that because she picked the wrong makeup uh, yeah the point of a close-up lip sync was to see your facial emotions and when your face is not symmetrical like that it makes it difficult unless you are really really overexerting yourself to make something happen um and she had an eyebrow that was pointing left to right and then one that was pointed at a 45 degree angle so unless she moved that 45 degree angle eyebrow a lot there was not going to be any facial movement there, yeah. so I I got nothing from this one. Yeah, it was it was a poor choice for a close up lip sync like that. <laughs> and why would you pick that? I don't understand. I don't know. Other ways, I, I mean, I couldn't. Of all of the girls, I felt like she didn't know the words mm-hmm. as well as the other two. Yeah, wasn't as confident about it. Yeah, so she was my bottom. Yeah, and Gigi was my top. Yeah, I agree. I agree completely for that one. Wow. Wow, that's w- weird that we uh, have agreements. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a first for Ruby Podcast? <laughs> that we were all just like down the line? That you were actually right for once? Yeah, I, wow, okay. I think so. Yeah, I think it might have been. Uh, I'm always right, so. Mm, <laughs> that's not true. Um, so then we move on to the individual lip sync challenges where the. Wait, wait. I have another thing. Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> I said the season 12 girls tell us to vote. <laughs> That whole performance was um, cute, uh, but I also want to say, do it. Ugh. Make sure that you are registered to vote. I think the deadline in Texas is what, end of June, middle of June. I feel like July fifteenth. July? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, do you know? First meeting in October. First. Oh, then what? A, why did I see something online that said registered to vote by? I'm pretty certain it said like, June fifteenth. Thirty days before the election day. Yeah, but I saw something else. Is there another election coming up besides the major election in November? Is there like a local something here in Houston? Mm, I don't know. Well, make sure that you're registered to vote regardless. Uh, Do it now. (laughs) Yeah. Anyways. Um, Second lip sync. Okay, yeah. So Crystal comes out and um, why don't you say some stuff because you might be more positive than me. Um, She does like a bird. And yeah. I have to say, it's like classic weird crystal method, where she plays both the she played both the baby bird and the mama bird. It's very art, and honestly, it is clever. It's disgusting because she used vomit <laughs> in it. Uh, but I mean, it, like, I would not expect anything less from Crystal. As I think I said, whenever she dressed in blue, I was like, "You're fucking weird." Like, we've known this the entire season, and you've disliked a lot of things that she's done. But she did something that was really weird. Um, I didn't like it. I hated it so much that I liked it. <laughs> like, it, because I have to think back. Like, 
Okay, this is digital drag now. Digital drag is something that's like very new. Different. Very different to us and very honestly new to us because a lot of times we go out and see queens at JRs or, you know, all the things. See the queens doing their performances on stage for in front of a whole fucking crowded audience and for the finale. Like, Let me tell you, I've never seen a drag queen fall asleep on stage like I saw that girl fall asleep in her backyard. <laughs> That's true. So digital drag has given you like a whole different like um, ball game. So you she, can do whatever. Yeah. So she, I think that she did the most out of both of the other performances because she did a lot. I mean, she had a green screen and like she painted herself as two different characters mm-hmm. and she like, I mean, she had moving parts. I mean, the whole thing. She probably did the most for a like full ass theatrical performance that we were given. So that's what I have to commend her on. So I, yeah, I said it was the most technically robust mm-hmm. of the lip syncs because um, she created a background. Mm-hmm. She created two different characters, mm-hmm. um, did two different makeups, mm-hmm. and there was a green screen moment where there was like a full like a Windows XP background, and yeah. she put them up there. Um, but. I hated it. I, I, I hated, hated it too, it. but I liked the whole aspect of everything. Like, honestly, if a drag queen in Houston did this on a digital drag show, I'd be like, yes, bitch! But yeah. I mean, the fact that this is RuPaul's Drag Race season 12 finale, that's where I was like, okay, this is a little weird. Yeah. But I, like I said, I hated it so much that I loved it. Like, yeah. there are so many aspects of it that I think, like, she deserves this. Like, she's a win, well, not a winner, but a winner. Like, I didn't think that she won this challenge, but. I got the concept mm-hmm. of what she was trying to do. I appreciate the thought that went into her idea. Mm-hmm. I thought her execution for the idea was very good. Yeah, um, I totally understood the theme and the whole time that I was watching it. It was just not for me. Yeah, that's what I think. I say this later down, but I'll say it now. All three of these performances, performances during the second lip sync, gave us all three different aspects. Crystal gave us the technical, like new digital at digital drag age. And she gave us something so different, so creative, so, like, you know, fucking out there. And like I said, I, if this was something that a digital drag queen put on here in Houston or, you know, somewhere else that I was watching that wasn't on RuPaul's Drag Race, I'm sure I would be like, fucking yes, tip this queen. Like, you you put in so much fucking effort. And she did. She put in a lot of fucking effort for it. And that's why I'm recognizing that. Um, and then the other two did different aspects as well. So, like, I mean, we'll get to these as well. But, like I said, Crystal's was a theatrical performance performance my one major critique that i have that ultimately led me down a route of um not liking it Mm -hmm. was that there's basically no outfit yeah and minimal makeup yeah you painted your face yellow and blue pointed some lips on did a little bit of lash Mm -hmm. no outfit whatsoever it's you put your head through a sheet a sheet or a green sheet yeah yeah so, but I mean, focusing on all the other things outside of that is where do you, where's the balance there? You know, what, yeah. what's the balance between putting in all this technical to make make the moving parts move versus putting on an outfit? You know? Yeah, I don't know. It just I mean, we are very. There's really only two venues for national drag for everyone. Yeah, yeah. Um, and which digital drag is kind of changing that. We're yeah, seeing that now during that the you can past watch your months. favorite queen yeah. can do something every week. Exactly. Um, but and at just, your own pace too. You can watch these things that are being posted whenever you want to. So yeah, it just doesn't really fit for RuPaul's Drag Race to mm-hmm. me. Like the aesthetics and the 
the ideals and mm-hmm. the charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent. It only serves well, so yeah, talent. That, that song kind of showed, well, it, it was very unique. <laughs> nerve, I mean, she vomited on camera. That's she disgusting. had the nerve to do that. And, I mean, she had the charisma. She sang that. She lip synced the fuck out of that song. She and she enjoyed the what she was doing. She gave us cunt. I have to say, I have to to disagree with you there. She gave us all four of what RuPaul was looking for. Um, but I do agree that it was a kind of different performance than what we have seen. So like it was seen on RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah. And so like and that's coming from since we basically only had Dragula and and uh, RuPaul's Drag Race to look at, and then our local queens to look at. Like we don't have super. Out there yeah, exactly. Especially being here in Houston, where Hamburger Mary's uh, not talking shit on any Hamburger Mary's queens, but it dominates Hamburger Mary's our, domin- dominates. So, like, scene. I mean, it, it definitely turns queens into like the queens of Houston. If you want to be booked and be important, you get booked at Hamburger Mary's, and you have to be doing um, kicks and splits and and all the things to entertain basic audiences that that's that's what they want to see you don't get to bachelorette do these, parties yeah you don't get to see these creative like out outlets like you do with crystal method doing these things who basically created drag in her hometown her town. so yeah. um so that's i'm not like uber defending crystal method but i am defending crystal method so <laughs> yeah there's that i mean i don't regret watching it mm-hmm. and it was something that where i was entranced but mm-hmm. i did it's not something that i loved loved yeah, <laughs> yeah i agree I agree with you completely. Um, okay, so then moving on. Up next, Gigi Good. Gigi, she does um, take on me. Uh, I think this was very well put on. Mm-hmm. Um, it's basically a direct ripoff of Aha's actual video, mm-hmm. um, but I think that it was very well produced, and I appreciate the camera work. Mm-hmm. I love the. She ju- made the whole set out of what looks like poster board and sharpie. Yeah, like fucking bitch. Yeah. Um, because that's, that shows you a talent besides just doing drag. You, it's art. It's, that's art. You just painted art with a fucking Sharpie. Yeah. Um, I think that... So the original video from AHA won six awards. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like one of the first uh, live spliced with digital media on, mm-hmm. on MTV in, in 1986. It won mm-hmm. six awards. I was say, so, that was the 80s. Yeah. I think it was a very smart choice. And it's not something that I would have thought initially... Oh, that's they, a Gigi song. It was also like kind of like split screen too, right? Like or not split screen. Um, Live video spliced with animated yeah, yeah, fit footage. Um, yeah, so I loved it. I loved the jump outfit change. Mm-hmm. I loved the mirror scene when she touches herself and then pulls the mirror down. Which you can tell, you can even see that the the hair was painted like black and white too, mm-hmm. in black and white. How do you paint a hair black and white in black and white? Like it was really impressive yeah it was fantastic mm-hmm. uh, i think it was a smart choice to emulate and i think it was a surprising song choice for her mm-hmm. i think I, I, it was it was my favorite yeah this is where i said and i have said this already and you just listened to like 10 minutes of me yelling about it but digital drag really is amazing to have uh it made such a po- powerful powerful surge right now during this time um and i hope it sticks around honestly i hope you get that like because like i mean we always complain about oh i don't want to go to uh, go out and see a drag because it doesn't start a, until 1.30. At 11 o'clock at night when you're like, oh, it's going to start at 11. And it doesn't start until midnight. It's like, girl, I have work tomorrow or I have to actually sleep. Like, I can't be out on weeknights. And I understand the point of drag shows is to bring patrons into the bar during those times. But 
there there has to be like a balance here like start at like 9 30 or you know something like that that say you're starting at nine and start at 9 30 and then go until midnight if people want to stay until midnight or something like that they can like and then if people get drunk they'll probably stay till, stay till two i don't know figure something listen out. we all know whitney houston songs just yeah. put a whitney houston song on just go you don't even have to have her prepared just go out just go out just stand there and say anyone want to come with <laughs> me yeah um but yeah, I hope Digital Drag sticks around as well because I'd love to be. I love. I have loved being able to use the money that I'm not spending anywhere else to tip drag queens on digital drag. So I I do love that. Um, next up, do you yeah. have anything else? I, I mean, I just I loved Gigi's. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, it was. I mean, you said everything that I wanted to say. To say. <laughs> I didn't know what else to say besides that I loved that she had that set and she she slayed that lip sync. The jump outfit change was uh, perfectly timed. She, that it was, was literally that is something that I would see on TikTok. Mm, yeah, it was perfectly timed and like because I've seen plenty of like the jump things on TikTok and like the because you I don't know if you've seen like the you've seen the makeup challenge. Oh, um, yeah. Like some of the queens were doing like uh, oh here I am in boy and like showing you boy face and they like and then they put the, they jump. the makeup no, 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 brush on the one. screen and then there's throw a different her. one. Oh. Um, but yes, that one. I really love that challenge. But no, there's a different one where like they stand there and like they're showing off their muscles and like looking all like sexy as boys. And they, they there's like two or three of them in a room that they jump together and then it Come shows down them women. coming down as women. And they look fucking stunning and gorgeous. Like, so that's what I was kind of talking about. So there's a different challenge to that. But yeah, basically the same kind of idea. There's a plenty of those. Yeah. Um, but I, I love all those. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Should we move on to Jada? Oh, yeah, I'm ready. Yeah. Um, so her individual lip sync had, in my opinion, the <sighs> least effort put into the background. Mm-hmm. She she made up for it for, with her dancing and her mm-hmm. camera work, and she took you from the couch to the floor and back up again. But mm-hmm. um, And she looked stunning while doing she it. She looked a gorgeous. Cow. But I just don't think there was that much effort put into it. I have to say I was disappointed in this one uh, because she does get up by... Sierra, um, I don't know. I almost called her Kiara for some reason, and that's not right. That is a totally different singer. Yeah. Um, so she looks stunning as usual because you mm-hmm. know I've stand Jada the how beautifully she paints. She never lens. looks bad. She has never she can't look looked bad. bad. Like <laughs> even in quick drag, she yeah, can't she look bad. She somehow looked gorgeous. Like I don't understand. Um, she was the only queen to really like dance like yeah. she danced and when she danced she fucking danced like she, she did fucking did it everything um, that we needed for she went on that floor she went on the mm-hmm. couch she went across that room she did all the things like and she did the the song like the song is like get up and like she started out in like a robe asleep and then like took off the robe and she's like i'm fucking up like let's dance you know yeah. so i mean she did a full full transformation there but i was disappointed because digital drag gives you the opportunity to make mistakes start over again, you know, do these things again. And so there's a couple times that, like, her hair would get in her way, and it's like, okay, we'll do it again. Like, I don't understand why you just... D- it almost seemed like there was only one take, and, like, that was it. Yeah. And, like, that kind of disappointed me, because it was like... You can splice the video you however can, you want. You can splice it, especially if you're, like... And if you, like, cut to you over here, 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 you know, that would make it, like, you can take your best points and put that in there you don't need to have that there was a moment that her hair like full was entirely in front of her and she was still lip syncing and dancing but like move it girl like and i know that happens all the time in drag shows but like this is digital drag where you can cut out those mistakes and you can start again and you can do this you don't i don't think and obviously not possible that crystal method did her 
thing all in, in one, take. one take. It's not possible because she had to paint her face again. She had to do all these different things with the green screen, all that shit. Like you could have done that, yeah. and like that makes me kind of sad that she didn't go that far to do those things. But uh, I still think that she she slayed the lip sync, she slayed the dancing. Um, it felt a little bit like, um, you know, you're you were writing a report for school and you forgot about it until the night before so you're yeah. cramming it yeah, all right, in and you're like it. i don't have time to do it again yeah. i just need to have it done so yeah. i the first thing is the best yeah um also <clears throat> widow von du is quaking because jada <laughs> stole this move from her but crystal method uses uses it again in the third lip sync as well oh i didn't want I, she this. she does it with like a little ribbon things too uh yeah <laughs> for the o yeah, but she doesn't do it as well as Jada did. Because <laughs> I think she's actually, because in that song, they're saying, oh. Mm. So she's making the oh. Well, see, I saw on the in a thing, there was like a video of them, because they didn't know who was going to win even after that. They still did the like triple crowning. Oh, um, I didn't watch that. Yeah, so I watched like a thing that... Crystal like was reading or was rewatching the performance with them, and she was like, "Oh my god, I was doing that because of Widow!" Like, and she literally says that. So like, but she did a terrible job. Well, <laughs> we'll get there. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but Widow Vondu is quaking. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I just felt like if if Widow or if Widow if Jada's performance was done on front of like a green screen of like panning down a street, mm-hmm. I would have Much loved better. it ten times yeah. more. Find a way to close down the street and just go, or go down the fucking street that. No yeah, they didn't on. say you like, have to do it yeah. in your house. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I agree with you. I thought that it was uh, kind of lazy. Yeah. Um. So that's what I. That this is when I say that all three of us gave us very different aspects. Like I said, Crystal was very was the biggest theatrical performance I think that anyone has has done uh, out of the three of them. Uh, Gigi did an amazing job with her lip sync and like putting things up. Um, and performance. So I think that her uh, Crystal's was the best theatrical performance, Jesus was the best performance, and Jada's was the best dancing and mm-hmm. lip sync. Uh, I think that Jada's lip sync was was probably like the, the tightest. Most, was the tightest. Uh, so I, I mean, I still have to say Gigi won that one. I would say Gigi won that one too. So I would say Gigi, Jada, and Crystal. <laughs> Gigi, Jada, Crystal. Yep, same as the last one. Yeah. Um. You ready for the finale? Yeah, so what happens is that RuPaul had the entire time like, oh, I'm going to eliminate a queen, and not all three are going to move on. And then she moves all three of them on. Like, yeah. <laughs> I think she was going to see if there was going to be queens that all got eliminated, but she didn't change her outfit or anything like that, so that means it was all recorded in one session, which means that she knew the entire time all three were going to move on. So, oh. period says. <laughs> I still don't know what um, Crystal thought she was doing with the piñata. I don't either. I'm kind of depressed by it, but also in love with it at the same time. That's the thing with Crystal's, like, all the things that she puts forth, I'm like, what the fuck? And I think the judges kind of touched on this, they, they, this the entire season, where they're like, what what is she doing next? And that's a new thing in drag. And Crystal even said whenever she first came into drag, she, excuse me, <laughs> that was a weird noise that came into my throat, um, that she wants to do drag that you question is that even drag and like that's what she's given us all season long and this finale like it's always like what is that i don't know what it is and it's crystal method it's a clown it's it's a clown and that's what she gave us when she her fucking entry entrance look she gave us a clown um yep well i mean we've gone so far where everybody's like 
RuPaul's Drag Race is for uh, pageant queens and, and, I mean, maybe a little bit of comedy, but nothing else. Just just queens that can go out there, wear a gown, and that's it. Or wear this, like, elegant, not even just elegant, but, like, this fucking, like, outfit. Yeah. And I'll touch that on All Stars 5 as well when we talk about that. But, like... But, I mean, this is the direction that everybody's going. Exactly. We made a whole different TV show about it. Dragula. We've got Dragula that is giving us a whole different aspect of drag. And, like, I love that. And so I want... I'm excited to see and hopefully see RuPaul's Drag Race change and see things. And, like, we're doing RuPaul's Drag Race season 13 next year. And 13 is our spooky podcast favorite number. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm kind of hoping that RuPaul does some, like... Because she already did the Halloween challenge, and I hope she brings it back again as like a second thing because that was a A plus moment. Because yeah. like the Halloween challenge in season eleven was fantastic, and the most of the queens did really really well. And so I would love to see queens do spooky makeup. Because I mean, if you're already good at makeup, do scary Something makeup too. Scary. Yeah, do it scary. Yep. So, anyways, that's a different aspect. But drag is changing, and you have to be the next drag superstar is. Showing you how drag is changing, how you can embody the change of drag, how you can embody like what's new and what's happening in the world, like, and that's, I mean, Crystal Method gave it to us. Yeah, that's what we asked for. Yeah. Um. So we'll head on down into the finale. Well, first. <laughs> well, you already said it. What? That they are like, oh, we don't know if we'll put all three of you. Oh no, no, I said that, but then before that, we have Nina West. Oh out. yes, Mrs. Congeniality. Yes. Nina West pops in just for a second, please. and we don't actually even care about Nina West because no, we don't. Dolly fucking Dolly Parton's there. Parton, she is there. She is just kicking with with Nina West, and she's just not having any of it. <laughs> and I love. Okay, another part. Mm. RuPaul, you can't put on a fucking lip. Dolly Parton's sitting here in a gown, yeah, yeah. big Talk ass wig. Mm-hmm. She's got all of her makeup in her, done in her drag closet, essentially. Like she she's is a everywhere. Who did she say that she was? Uh, uh, Leslie Jordan. She was like, oh, yeah. I just don't tell my secret that I'm Leslie Jordan in a wig. Which have you seen Leslie Jordan on Instagram? Crap, hilarious. Me the fuck up. Love it. So I mean, the fact that they just like they created a pop culture reference that is happening right now during coronavirus like pandemic. And use that because Leslie Jordan hasn't been really active on Instagram until like coronavirus happened, and he's been doing his live videos. It cracks me the fuck up. Um, which I love Leslie Jordan. He's been on the show before. Um, not our not show. Our show. <laughs> <laughs> RuPaul's Drag Race. He's so I guess I should. <laughs> should. Actually, look under your chair. There he is, well, Leslie well. Jordan. Well, well, well. I like to introduce my business associate Banshee. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, so, yeah. So, the fact that she even used that, she's like, I hope you don't tell my secret that I'm Leslie Jordan as a drag queen. Like, that was that was good. Hilarious. Hilarious. Um, and then they award Miss Heidi, Heidi in Closet. In closet uh, as Heidi something. No, it's Heidi in Closet. Heidi's, yeah, it's Heidi in Closet. Because she said she got her closet cases, so she's not really going to change it. I don't think she should, cha- she should change it. I, I, know <laughs> I that think it's a stupid name, but I don't mind. Name. Yeah, at this point, she did so well in the competition, or did her thing in the competition. Um, you can go listen to earlier Ruby podcasts to find out how we feel about Heidi in Closet. Um, at the end of the day, <laughs> it does, does not, not fucking matter. matter. Uh, and then she, I think one thing that I do appreciate RuPaul for is that uh, during this time she gives all the contest- contestants $2,000 uh, yeah. as like a tip, which is really like 
That's all Madame X's money. <laughs> oh, yeah. $24,000. Go ahead and take it, girl. Uh, I mean, that that was a good thing to do because, like, $2,000 is, like, how much they normally win or used to normally win. Sometimes they still normally win as, like, a, you won a challenge the challenge. Thing. Yeah, you win $2,000. Um, so, like, that was a good thing. Um, then they go to Evie Oddly, uh, which, why? Yeah. And the whole thing was just why, where she creates a sweatshirt outfit for us. To yes. transfer the crown? Not since Tyra Sanchez. Has there ever been so much blowback? Mm. What do you mean? What happened? That people just don't like Evie Oddly anymore. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, because of all the Bianca Del Rio, like, full-on went on a tirade about how Evie Oddly was a bitch to her... Fans. Her, to her fans. Her fans. Because she, like, left a club... And someone was like, oh, I want to take a picture with you. And she was like, basically, like, if you're not paying me, like, I'm not, I'm taking, not a taking a picture with you. With you. And Bianca Del Rio was like, um, hi, I'm the most famous drag queen from RuPaul's Drag Race. Uh, and whenever a queen, uh, whenever anyone has ever asked me a question, even at drag cons, when I'm the, she said that she's the only one who's ever stood at a drag con without taking a fucking bathroom break or ever leaving her stand. And she, she kind of attacked Alyssa Edwards at one point as well, because Alyssa Edwards goes to her stand, stays there for the 30 minutes, goes away for 30 minutes, stays there for 30 minutes, like goes back and forth. And she was like, I'm the only one who stayed there for the entire entire like 10 hours that it was there without a fucking bathroom break or food like did not get any of that just so i could take a picture and say hi to all of my fucking fans the entire line that was there i stayed there just for them and it was yep. like that's why i have so much bianca del rio as much you hate her not you but people can hate on bianca del rio um as much as they want to she can be a bitch she can be but she is a bitch the, <laughs> she is a bitch but she is also the nicest drag queen on revival drag race i think today like, she cares so much about people. Even though she's reading you for filth, she cares so much about you. Yeah. Like, she cares about her fans. If you love her, she'll love you back. If you hate her, she'll hate you back. <laughs> if you love her, sometimes she'll hate you back just she, for fun. That's true. I mean, she... And on top of that, like, from my own personal experience from Bianca... This is side huge side note. Uh, she favorites every single tweet that I tweet her in. Every single one. She's always favorited every single tweet that I've ever commented about her. Uh, there was one time she commented back. Like, she pays attention. She's she, a class act. She's a class act. She is a queen that fucking cares. And I stand her. Stand her. Me too. Anyways, uh, her she, and Lady Bunny. Yeah. Lady Bunny's a bitch, and yeah. she's 3,000 years old, and she smells like milk. And she still favorites And she still tweets. favorites everyone's everything. Tweets. Exactly. Even if you don't have any followers, yeah. she's going to favorite she's your She's going to favorite it. She's going to say, yep, I like this tweet. Yeah. Exactly. These are queens that are... For the people. These are literally queens for the people. Yep. And like, Bob the Drag Queen, same experience with Bob the Drag Queen. I, anytime they've ever favored, it's ever sent anything to Bob the Drag Queen, she's always favored in it. And like, uh, I'm just saying, there are some queens out there that care a lot, and Evie Oddly does not. Does not. Yep. So, and on top of that, like... I mean, far be it from us, stand whoever you want. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you not to, like... Her drag I, is I good. loved Evie Oddly during the season. But her personality is not is good. not good. Exactly. She's from Denver. She hasn't done anything since she won. So, I don't know. I don't know. Yep. I follow her, and I still see what she's trying to do, because I respect her drag and what she put forward in season 11. But I lost a lot of respect for her when Bianca Del Rio pointed yeah. these things out, and then she fought Bianca Del Rio instead of, like, talking to her civilly. She was like, no, I'm... Just, but yeah. that's, that's the thing, is, like, whenever someone attacks you, your defense is to fight. I mean, and, you're still technically a pageant queen. Yeah. 
So you've got to learn how to talk to people. Mm-hmm. Period, sis. Um, I think I unfollowed you after that, but... Oh, you did unfollow yeah. That's a power. But I want to see what's, like... What I mean, all the like, other drag queens will retweet her, though, so I get to see it anyway. Yeah. I want to see, like, what else, like, she's done and, like, what else she's, like, gone about, you know? Mm-hmm. That's why I follow her. This Anyways, is- that's right. the past season. So let's okay. talk about the um, finale yeah, lip sorry. sync. That was a long tirade. How long, how long was my tirade? 30 minutes. 30 minutes? It's oh, Friday. Right. <laughs> it's, it's actually Tuesday. It's, yeah, we don't know. We, Can you leave? We're trying to... Hi. We gotta go. We gotta, we gotta leave. Um, goodbye. Goodbye. Good, goodbye. You don't know that one? No. It's from... Uh, oh. Uh, yes. You've showed it to me. I love it. Goodbye. Um, so, <laughs> for the finality... Finality. Finality. They all have the exact same set, so things are, quote unquote, equal. Yeah. They had people come drop this shit off. To make sure it happened. Oh, really? I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, that, that, that's what she said in the thing. That, that they had people go to these different locations and, like, set up their, their screens for them. Wow. Like, from RuPaul's Drag Race to go set the stuff up. So, yeah. So, that's what I'm saying. But, RuPaul, now, you can't have Raven come over and do your fucking makeup. Thank you. Thank you. She had people from the fucking show fly to L.A., Milwaukee, and Missouri to go set up these things for... Or, I don't know, fly, maybe drive, I don't fucking know. But you had people go to these locations that she said they were set up by RuPaul's Drag Race crew. Crew. on It's on the thing, on the finale. She said that they were set up by the crew. So I can only assume that she made the crew quarantine, at least I really hope so, to quarantine and make sure this shit didn't... Because during our whole pandemic, not invite strangers over and whatnot, but made this shit fucking happen. Like, she made this shit happen to make her show fucking happen. And I assume that VH1 had a hand in it to make to pay for all this shit, you know, make it happen because we need that money. But, girl, you couldn't make Raven come over and paint your face. You couldn't make Delta work, paint you, paint you, make you a fucking wig. Like, girl. Yep. I am so frustrated with that. Anyways, uh, so we We've talked about that. that a lot. Let's move on to the actual yeah. thing. <laughs> We've yelled about that a lot. Um, so, me, I mean me. <laughs> well, me too, but not as much as you. <laughs> you were very passionate. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, <clears throat> tell me about what you think about this. Because I think that Jada steals the motherfucking show. Yes. Honey. Yes. So, um, yes, hold on. Uh, so, uh, yeah, these yeah. are the exact members of Destiny's Child. Jada is Beyonce, mm-hmm. Gigi is Kelly, and Crystal is Michelle. The dance moves <laughs> that Jada has for this song are spot on. Yeah. Um, all I need is for everyone to have the same outfit in a different color. Yes. Uh, and we have the world's new pop diva group. Yes. Perfect. Honestly, if Crystal was not wearing some Alice in Wonderland shit. What the fuck was that? I don't know. Uh, I actually kind of don't hate the outfit. Not for the song, obviously. Um, but in general, I loved the outfit. I did like it. I just looked at the outfit and it was like, uh, fantasy. If that was the, the theme, I'd been like, fucking yes, bitch, work. You look like the Queen of Hearts in some weird ass color. Like, loved it. But you, you know. But I, I can't imagine that RuPaul said there's a theme. No, 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 not at all. Because there's no, no like equity between the three queens no, nobody is dressed that, anything i think alike. it was just happened that well if you went with the theme fantasy 
only two of them. Jada's the only one that was not dressed in a fantasy. Like, technically, Wizard of Oz is a fantasy. But yeah. that, that was not the theme. There was no theme. So don't, we're not. There is no theme. theme. Because, no theme. And, and, and I don't know if, if, if uh, RuPaul told them the song. But Jada just made the best choice of her life. Because uh, yeah. it was absolutely it was, immaculate. I assume that she told them the song so they could have the lip sync song. I mean, yeah, I guess I would you would really have to hope know so. it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Because if someone was like, hey, here's a lip, what, which drag, uh, there are drag anni- annihilations, the drag assassins, not assassins. Lip sync uh, assassins. There's lip sync assassins, but no, there's drag, um, I don't remember the word. Executions. But basically. Um, where they, they don't, don't tell, tell you the, the song, song and they just say the DJ is playing a song. And you just go and you have to see if you can lip sync to it. You and another drag queen. Wow. Like that, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I did that to Bad Romance. They typically play songs that like they hope, Everybody should they, know. They hope gays will know. Uh, and they played dra- uh, Bad Romance and I live for it. Um, but yeah. So that's there's no way that she did that. She made sure that they knew the song beforehand. Um, so then there's no theme in which... You knew you were syncing to lip syncing to "I'm a Survivor." Why would one? Why would Crystal choose that? And Gigi, is there not a better option for you to choose? Yeah, but at the same time, she was probably preparing for a finale where she knew that she needed because finales are typically performances in front of a fucking crowd. So you need to reveal. Uh, so you want to. And reveal. I can still understand Dorothy being a survivor. Mm. Dorothy survived Oz and came back to live in the real world. Yeah. Which well, makes she, sense. She survived the tornado to then become Dorothy all the challenges that, the of fully Oz. Fully realized Dorothy that she saw the challenges of Oz and you know all that stuff. So I see that Dorothy was okay for the song, but the reveal, the important part, not important part, the part that she thought that she was going to have to see, was that people movie. were going to have to see, was the finale, which was Dorothy. Yeah. I don't know that they knew that song prior to being on season twelve, like. I don't know if that was like, this is the song that's going to be like the lip sync finale kind of thing. I don't know. Yeah. But, I mean, it could also be a choice of three. Yeah. Because for past ones, you spin a wheel and yeah, see what you get. That's true. I don't know. And I think that Jada was, if nothing else, she fully believed in her heart that it was going to be I'm a Survivor because yeah. she tailored everything she specifically it. to it. it. Uh, um, I, I thought it was amazing. Um, I love the Dorothy theme that Gigi portrayed, and the reveals were spectacular. The lip sync was on point. Um, the reveal from a white and black gingham to a blue gingham was like, or, or, or a navy blue. I don't know. I couldn't tell on my TV. It's light just blue. Like my TV was like fucked up. Well, Dorothy's uh, is light blue, so I would have no, no, to imagine. No, I mean the, the first time. What was the color? Was it oh, gray. It was gray? Okay. I couldn't tell if it was like gray or navy blue on my TV. I don't know what was happening. Um, but yeah, I love the reveal to color and then ripping off the boots. Yeah. Fucking love that. I died when she took the hair down. That too. That was good. The hair, the hair change. But I mean, those are three reveals that like you expect from a finale because you saw season nine. Season nine was like. Reveal after reveal after reveal. Well, season nine was the one that did the reveal after reveal after reveal. And then season 10 was the one that was like, showed up with like, Eureka had the, the. Outfit that like spiked upward that she was like, I'm not hiding anything. It's like, girl, it looked like a fucked up umbrella. No, yeah, it was season ten. Yes, yes. And then Silky pulling a wig off, tearing a wig in two. Yeah, I mean, 
that's that's the thing. Those are the theatrical things that you need to see. We expect. We expect exactly. So, but we don't expect because we want you to bring something new. And I mean, honestly, we've seen it before. Yeah, but Jada gave us something kind of new because she not only she did the tearaway, but then she had like the big ass like fan thing. I was not expecting that. I have to say, I did not see. I look back a third time rewatching it, and I can see that the heavy material is like swaying behind her. But like, I didn't notice that the first time I watched it. I noticed the poles that were in it. I didn't. Um, but I didn't know that they were necessarily for a cape. Mm-hmm. For a, a what do you call Fan? Big, uh, I guess cape I fan. called it a cape fan. Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah. And then I just have that. I'm not sure what Crystal is doing or wearing. I have to say, I did not pay much attention to Crystal. At all. Uh, all three times that I watched it. Yeah. Uh, I, wa- I tried to watch her again this time. And I still was like, you are dancing, question mark? So what I feel like happened was they knew that Crystal would not make it to the top two to lip sync. Yeah. And RuPaul just said, I'll let you do it, but just forewarning. You're you're not going to win. You're already not going to win. Yeah, I don't know. Well, no, because the way that the like the reveal happened on like the the um, all three of them doing their like reaction video, Crystal had no idea. She was like, "Oh my gosh!" Crystal started crying that Jada won. So like, she had no idea. From what it seems, she had no idea. So I don't know. I think that all three of them didn't know. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, we've got a winner, baby. Jada Essence Hall. She is our new season twelve crowned drag. She queen is the superstar. next drag superstar. Um, I think that it's very well deserved. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she's going to be an amazing reigning queen. Yes. She's so polished and at the top of her game. Um, I'm very pleased with the results. Mm-hmm. She is a queen that came into the season like so certain of herself so Mm -hmm. confident so powerful she knew exactly what she wanted to do she did exactly what she wanted to do she slayed if not went when she didn't win she was in the top besides the one time that she was in the bottom out of five like there's not much like wiggle room there like she did uh she was stunning (laughs) the entire time um yeah i i mean and as as we've been through this episode we've noticed that both Chris and I have given Gigi the win for two of the lip syncs, mm. and then for the finale, we have given it Jada. Um, I've taken into account the entirety of the whole race. Me too. I think and that Jada Paul did too. Yeah, I think that Gigi is coming back for All Stars for, sure, for sure because she is so amazing. She does excellent work. Her drag is so polished, but there's mm. some bit of self doubt in there where she doesn't necessarily always believe that she's going in the right direction. Thank you. I agree, yes. Uh, so I think she needs this little hiatus before she comes back for All Stars. We don't know, maybe five. five six. Maybe five. Yeah. There's a surprise. <laughs> oh, we don't know. Yeah. Well, so um, I agree completely with everything you just said about Gigi because I think that she she's a, she's stunning. Her she's makeup amazing. skills are one of the best that I think I've seen on Rubio's Dragons in a very long time. Her like, her craftsmanship of garments exactly. is the best I've even, seen even, since. Even I don't she, even know. Yeah, even if she's had garments made by her mom, she still knows how to make fucking garments. Like we saw that on the the garment challenge and like the ball ball challenge. the ball ball. Yeah. So like, 
I'm excited to see what the fuck comes from this and like where she goes. And so that's why I was very excited about seeing Jada win because <coughs> Jada came in as a powerhouse brick brick wall that just like went down the runway and just did it. And Gigi had her little fluctuations, and like that was my stipulation of saying like Jada Gigi did win five times, and Jada won four times. But Jada was so staunch in what she who she was the entire time and Gigi was still trying to find herself and mm-hmm. like this is your time Gigi yeah. go find yourself come back win all star six or because seven. Like, I'm not sure that if I were to I mean obviously we'll continue to watch Jada but I don't think she's going to bring anything that's like going to be spectacularly new and mm-hmm. amazing and something I've never seen before yeah. I can see that coming from Gigi for sure yeah um, also Crystal definitely a, one of our all stars mm-hmm. too she um because Crystal, I think that she's going to be taking the different route, though. Yeah. I think she's going to be a queen like Trixie or Miss Cracker or somebody that's online. Yeah. Somebody that can bring things to people in, like, um, uh, a, a show drag. format. Digital yeah. drag. Fucking, like, theatrical, like, kind of drag. She's going to create a, a different kind. She's gonna going to create. She has now been given this avenue to create a different style of drag that has not been seen before, which is already something that was happening before she even was on Drag Race, that she created drag in her small towns in around the Midwest. Like, she created drag shows in small towns that did never see drag. And now she's on RuPaul's Drag Race. So, like, I'm excited to see what happens with Crystal. Either she's going to have, like, some sort of touring show or something that's online exactly. for everyone to see. And I would lean a little bit more towards the online route because mm-hmm. of what she presented to us in the individual drag route. Yeah. Um, I think she's going to bring us something that we've never seen before, and it's going to be the next big thing. Correct. I see it as well. Crystal's going to be big. Crystal is going to be powerful. She's going to come back. She's going to do something. And everybody on the internet loves her loves so her. much. The internet stand her. Stand her. Wasn't she winning the online competitions? I think like the me? day before, she had nearly 200,000 likes on yeah, Instagram, and everybody exactly. else had close to 120. Yeah, so almost double yeah. was what people were giving Crystal. So people were standing the underdog, and I loved it, but I think that she needs... Uh, because she came into the competition, and she had she had growth on the competition. And that's that's the problem. Is like that's, that's my differentiation between Gigi and Crystal versus Jada, is that Jada came in strong... And I understand there is growth there. She probably did, but like the exponential. It was not as it did not waver. Correct. Gigi wavered a little bit. Crystal wavered a lot. Exactly. And Gigi broke a record already that she was the first queen to win three challenges before Bob the Drag Queen in seven episodes. So. Oh wow! I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. So she beat Bob the Drag Queen. Also, Gigi and Crystal are both what twenty one and twenty three. I don't know how old Crystal is, but Gigi was twenty whenever it recorded, and so she's twenty one now. So yeah, so we that's have a lot of drag coming and from we've them. got a, yeah, we've got some drag queens that are coming up with some power. Okay, okay. Um, I'm excited to see them all come back for all stars. But speaking of all stars, well, can I tell you something first, please? I Before would... all stars, <clears throat> well, I just really want to talk about something sweet. Uh huh. Like drag queens are like sweet, like me. Something. Oh. <laughs> um. <laughs> Somebody can somebody pull the plug? <laughs> oh, sweet like sugar. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Um, so let me tell you about Jelvin's Candy Shop. They give you the treats you want and the treats you deserve. Order Jelvin's candy boxes to bring yourself joy or to delight your friends, family, and clients. They've got gummy bears, jelly beans, Hershey's Kisses, M&Ms. They can do small orders, custom orders, and bulk orders too. 
They are Sorry. LGBT owned and certified business and 60% of the profits are donated to Sarah's house in Pasadena and the South Houston Animal Shelter. Jelvin's Candy Shop is a charity-owned candy store and can be found at jelvinscandyshop.org. That's J-E-L-V-I-N-S-C-A-N-D-Y-S-H-O-P-P-E.org. And we have a special treat for our listeners. Enter code PRIDE10, that's P-R-I-D-E-1-0, when you place your order online, and you will receive 10% off your purchase. Yum! Yum! Woo! Love that. So now we can talk about the, the next AS5. Season. The next season that's happening. So we were not giving any break here. No. Whatsoever. Oh, I love that. You look so fashionable. This is a this is new. Yeah. It's by Dior. Audio. Anyway. Audio uh, Technica. The, yeah. Um Thank you. so Yes. So this episode is sharing a piggyback because we were not given any week break or anything like that. And uh, I didn't want to inundate you. Oh, we. We didn't want to inundate you with. What did I say? Indate. Indate. Inundate you with. Uh, incest. Too what? Much, what? Disgusting. Ice cream? Incest? No. Fuck listen, you, Alabama. Listen, listen. This is Texas, not mm-hmm. Alabama. Yeah. Um, call back to season one. <laughs> hey, good luck during Crystal Ball. Ooh. Oh, so sad. Um,. So we decided to combine our wrap-up with the finale of season 12 with the next episode coming out, which is All Stars 5! Five. Five. Ah. Love, love it. So what we've been given so far is uh, meet, your, meet the Queens, which we're not really going to talk about because it's... We already know there. all these girls. We already know, yeah. Um, and entrance looks. What we're going to talk about is entrance looks. Entrance. Because that's entrance looks. That's that the good? most quality that we... are the most... Uh, uh, content that we've been given yet. Yes, because we do not have a promo look because uh, they did not do a promo look for this because... It's all stars. And also coronavirus, so mm-hmm. we did not get that. Um, but, it's well, no, all stars has had... in uh, Since three. Promos. I don't know. Did four have one? Yeah, they did the ice-breaking one. Oh, they, yeah, yeah. They, they were they all did. shattering the ice, but there's only eight of them and not Latrice and Manila. For whatever reason. Because they were... It's a surprise. Surprise. Well, now what happens is that we've got some All-Stars 1s. So let's talk about it. You ready? Yes. First up to the stage, ladies and gentlemen, welcome Shay Coulee. Season 9 of RuPaul's Drag Race. Uh, she's our first entrance and... So gorgeous. Damn. She looks good. Damn! She looks beautiful. She looks good. I wrote it in all caps with le- lots of A's. Is there a Y? No. Well, damn. Damn. Yeah. I could put that in there. Uh, She comes out in her purple and blue palm tree pant slash romper that cuts off right around her little titties. Like, it was apparently made from a backdrop. That's, yeah. It was made from the backdrop of one of her drag con booths. Love that. I I, I wasn't certain if you told me that or Savannah did. It was on um, uh, Tudor Boot. Okay. Well, I'm very impressed with that. That is fantastic mm-hmm. and by fantastic I mean she gave the fans everything because she was like I loved all of you guys at, at DragCon come back let me go ahead and show you my titties using this fucking backdrop okay okay she has gloves she had mm-hmm. a little like neck thing she had her 
everything going on in this blue palm tree thing. I thought it was so fashionable. Mm -hmm. I love the asymmetry of the outfit. Mm -hmm. So she's got the cape, the one gloved hand, and the armband on the other side. So beautiful. She looked, her makeup? Gorgeous. Stunning. stunning. And I've missed Shea Coulee's makeup because... Season nine, she looked gorgeous pretty much all the fucking time. Even it's when she so dressed clean. up as a fucking drama, drama, grandma, drama, drama, grandma, she looked gorgeous. Like I have missed her so much. Her the the makeup is so clean, mm -hmm. and the lines are so finite mm. where it it doesn't look like. I mean it. She's painted. She's painted. She's a painted woman. She looks so gorgeous. I'm so excited to see her. She is. Everything for me. I wish that she... I well, Not wish, but she, she was one of my favorites on season nine. Same. I love Sasha Velour, and I'm so glad she won because Sasha Velour and her, very much like this season, were very neck and neck. Uh, season nine was a, a good top mm -hmm. four as well. I loved all mm -hmm. four of them. I would have loved all four of them to win, but I'm glad that she's back to be a player in this competition. I swoop this look. I spoop it as well. My only critique is that I wish that the bust was a little ar mm -hmm. larger on the outfit. I felt like it was kind of short. It was. Um, I should could have bigger titties yes. because I know she's got big titties. She got big titties. Yeah. Um, next up to the stage, Mrs. Mrs. Cracker! From season 10 of RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh my God. I love Miss Cracker so much. Mm -hmm. um, she is the best wig stylist that I think has ever been Her on Her wig is always massive. There's wigs by Cracker and they're always so... Fantastic. I love her wigs so much. They are massive. They're perfect. They look so gorgeous. They're so coiffed. It's bouncy. They're mm -hmm. vibrant. Uh, gorgeous. Yes. She is proportionizing with she this came dress. She teal dress with the, all the ostrich feathers going every way. Mm -hmm. She looked so stunning. So I love the teal too. The color, like the color choice on her mm -hmm. with the wig and everything else, it, it just worked. Her makeup so was fitting. gorgeous. It looked like Miss Cracker. She looked like Miss Cracker. It looked like classic Miss Cracker and like just exponentialized I, I guess I, I love the little feathers mm -hmm. where she had taken off some of them so it just looks like there's like little, little dancing sprites around her yeah. um, she is what Tinkerbell wishes wishes uh, my one critique though is she's a she's a little baby tiny she's little girl tiny. tiny and she's getting a little bit swallowed by her dress and mm -hmm. her hair yeah um, but it's still it is a spoop it for me it's a huge spoop for me I love both her and Shay like both of them came for them two to come into the workroom and anyone else comes in after them, like, girl, do you your best. Fucking work. Those two that just walk into the fucking workroom, you walk in and see them two sitting at that table, you'd be like, oh shit, what am I wearing? Like, girl. Yep. Okay. Speaking of. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Um, so Alexis Mateo is up next. From um, season three and All Stars One. I appreciate her callback to her season. Mm -hmm. uh, and her culture. Mm -hmm. The the cape is everything. Mm -hmm. uh, she's got her signature ponytail updo. Mm -hmm. I think she looks great. It's kind of like a weird mohawk, wasn't it? It's yeah. So she's she's a Eureka style queen that yeah. does the like loaf of bread on her head on her and own. then just spray paints everything else. Yeah. Um, I'm a little put off about the entrance. She spent s literally half of her time talking about Vanjie, mm -hmm. which we all get it. They're trying to make Vanjie happen. Uh, but girl, this is your moment, and that's what you want to talk about. You yeah. want to talk about Vanjie? And you came in. You came into the Puerto Rican flag, which is perfect. I love it. I love a political moment. I love you sending out and making a statement. Uh, but you're wearing a leotard of all things. Mm. And I called that out later, and I didn't even think about it here because of the cape. Yeah. Uh, the 
Cape is good. What is happening? Are they rolling something? Like we have uh, a uh, an elephant lives upstairs. So they were like rolling it. shit. Um, anyways, so yeah, so she came in a leotard, um, and uh, you know that I'm not a huge fan of leotards. We talk about this with Monet Exchange in uh, All Stars Four coming out in All Stars with yes. a leotard. We you don't mind a leotard, now. but not an All Stars and not for entrance. Yes, look. this is your entrance look. I'm okay with a leotard when you're doing it some other way, but like you, this is your entrance look. Your entrance mm-hmm. look, you are able to plan for for fucking ever and do some big thing, which we've seen on multiple of these queens. And something you chose that says something about you. You and this did say something about her. She did, but it's a leotard. It's a leotard still. Yeah, that's a no for me. Um, so I pooped up. You know, I actually didn't give spoop to noops until oh. now, so I'm just deciding on the moment. But um, how many oops do I get? None. Okay, it's a poop. It's all stars. <laughs> all right, it's true. It's a poop. I I did not. I also didn't like the mohawk. Like they didn't fit. With oh, that at I all. like the mohawk. I, I like the hair. That's I did not. that's typical Alexis Mateo. Okay, well I didn't know, like it, so we'll see what happens. Uh, next up is Blair, Blair Saint Clair from season ten of RuPaul. Season ten. Did I get that right? Season 10. Rebel I think Paris. so. Yes. Um, <laughs> Mama, this is fashion. <laughs> yes. Period. She comes in with this like orange New York business woman chic coat and she's just like, hello. I'm here to fuck your boyfriend. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she is coming it's to slay. so simple, so elegant. Um, I feel like it's almost like movie premiere red carpet level stuff. Yes. Um, I love the monochroma- monochromatic moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and she looks like a woman. She does. She looks like a biological woman. She comes in fierce as fuck, and they were like, "Oh, there she is with her wet hair, or look, look, always looking wet." And they're like, "That's what your boyfriend said." Like, yes. Like, stand hard, stand on that because that was a power move coming from this little. We saw on season ten this little, she, little shy shy little oh, my Southern Belle, and now she's like, "Fuck you." I've She's got like, lots to say. What's your man's name? I don't remember because I fucked him <laughs> last, last night, night and I was not interested. Yeah, exactly. Um, also, she stole those glasses from Jake Yonsei. And also, that wig was growing out of her head. Yes. Fabulous. It was perfect. There was... N- you can't clock a hairline on her. No. You can't. It, that's what they... Th- that, she looked... She is painted. She is stunning. The outfit was gorgeous. And the wig just like fit perfectly. It looks like it's growing out of her fucking head. Like yep. she looks gorgeous. I can't um, wait to see what she's going to do this season because I feel like she's going to be a front runner. Yes, I agree. I agree. We are. I'm. I mean, have we already let everyone know what our favorites are? Um. Well, you have have talked about Ms. Cracker. I talk about Ms. Cracker every second that somebody lets me. Yeah, and I've told you that Shea Coulee is going to win. And I love Shea Coulee too. <laughs> Uh, but also, there's someone else later on that I think is Yes, also we'll get great. there too. But I think Blair St. Clair is, is a very possible frontrunner front in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Derek Barry is my frontrunner. I mean, no. <laughs> wait till we get there. I have yeah. a lot to say. A lot to say. So the next step in the workroom is Mariah, Mariah Balenciaga from season three. She comes in in a sparkling and fitted bodysuit. And I love her pink hair too. So I'm a little disappointed here. Are you? Mm-hmm. And See, it's a callback. I haven't watching season three yet, so... I, I love Mariah. Go back and watch these seasons 
beforehand because uh, there's a lot of you queens. have no inputs. I have no inputs, so I have Mariah is figured a out. fabulous queen. Yeah, she is so polished. Her snatch game and her season was a little bad, a little rough. but um, everything else that she she delivered was amazing. My problem here again, all stars leotard slash catsuit. It was a bodysuit. Yeah, a bodysuit. Bitch, what? But see, the, she looked like she was wearing armor. Like it was- so, yes, I also have that. So she's giving off the superhero vibe. She's mm-hmm. got the breastplate that thing that was in fashion, but it was 2019. Yeah, and it's not that much in fashion anymore. Yeah, because we all seen it. But 2019 was when they were filming. they filmed it. Yeah, <laughs> which I I wrote. Yes, it was filmed. AKA when they filmed this, and they don't do the, they don't do that anymore. But yeah, <clears throat> yeah I know. <laughs> They're rolling a bowling ball. She's she is. She's not even stomping. She's rolling something. She's a woman. Yeah, obviously. Um, I just what, don't know. Yeah. I just don't know. Did we spoop or toot? We did not. I oh, sp- I spooped it. Yeah, I spoop. Uh, Sorry, spoop I figured that we Blair. talked like good enough about it that we yeah. didn't. Um, <clears throat> but I'm going to have to poop Mariah. I actually spooped it. I thought she looked really good still. And I under- I understand your, your frustrations because I said I- I'm not sure it was enough. I thought it still looked good though and I was not going to use an oop on it. Uh, so I had to. We don't get I, any. No, I didn't give a, give me any. There's only ten queens. <laughs> hey, we don't know that yet. We, that's true. There could be more. Um, um, but I I liked it enough that I didn't hate it. So like, that's I'm excited to see what Mariah does because yeah. she's a good queen. This is just not my favorite outfit for her to come yeah. into All Stars with. Yeah, I agree. Especially no, she didn't do All Stars one. So no. come into her first All Stars. Yeah, I can see it. But uh, I spooked it. I liked it. Um, well, next in the workroom is India Farah from season three of RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, All right. This bitch cleaned out of Michael's for yeah. this outfit. She has every rhinestone and bead and that exists. That exist, ex, exist, exists at Joanne's Fabric. Like, everything she went to, in the color she, yeah, she went to Michael's first, then she went to Joanne's Fabric, and, she and then like, she me, was like, maybe I should check out a flea market. Maybe they've got something there. Yeah. And she picked up every bead in the mm. world. Um, but the she, old school this, jewelry thing on the back, though, I'm not here for it. No, I loved it. What are you talking about? I thought this was such a, like a class, not a classic, such a um, intelligent move. Because we just read uh, Mariah and um, uh, Alexis Mateo for not doing enough. Mm-hmm. She did the most for yeah. an interest look. And she did the most. I thought that she was dripping in jewels. She did a dripping in jewels, everything. She came in this beautiful teal outfit and like she had her face covered with this cape that didn't, it didn't look weird when she was covering her face. It wasn't like Alaska coming in a trash bag. She looked like it was like, oh, she's going to reveal it. But then Pulled she it down. Her, she turned Mimi, around. Mimi, I'm first. Yeah, exactly. She turned around and I was like, oh, she was facing backwards the entire time. And then she wasn't. And then she turned around again. Like that's how the gown that she had folded looked. And I thought that was perfect. It was, was very so smart. Um... I thought definitely she's wearing her entire collection of jewels. She turned around. I was like, Mimi, I'm first. Wait, no. <laughs> then she took off her her little cape in front of her face, and I was like, Nina Bobanina Brown. No, no, never mind. It's just the paint. The paint is beautiful. Yeah, she is so she she's gorgeous. painted so mm-hmm. gorgeous. Um, she has apparently been a full force in Las Vegas for 
10 years, years now 10 years now uh, she has been making her own costumes she has created her own costume line that queens on RuPaul's Drag Race have been buying from so I'm excited to see from her Honestly, I know that people are like, oh, why is it here? And I'm like, uh, she's done the most. She has done a lot since season three, and I'm excited to see what happens. So our, her problem in season three was personality. Mm-hmm. She had little to none. Yeah. So I think that will still be her person, her problem here. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, we don't know how much people grow in 10 years, so mm-hmm. she could bring something different. Exactly. Um, but the paint is beautiful. The costume's a little bit much for me. It's definitely old school drag. Uh, something about it just screamed abrupt and hard to me, and it was her wig line. <laughs> yeah. um, it was harsh. Yeah. Because she is not painting to be close up next anyway. It was like a crack in a sidewalk. Um, I'm excited to see what she's going to do. Do I think that she was the perfect choice for All Stars 5? Probably not. not. But. But I'm still excited to see what she'll do. Yeah. Because I think it was another one of those queens that Rue saw that she was doing something and doing good at what she was doing at something. And she was like, come back for All Stars. She was like, okay, sure. Well, there's a lot of callbacks in this season, too. Yeah. We've got two queens from season three now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll talk about that in a second. Yeah, we'll have something later. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that RuPaul is saying, you know, let me give you a second chance. Yeah, exactly. And I want to see it's what you can do. Especially since Fair got limited, what, third? In, in season third, third or, or fourth? fourth? Yeah. Mm, like right she after... sent Mimi home, so she was third. It, it, yeah. No, yeah, was Mimi second? Yes. Okay, then yeah, she was right after Mimi. Um but like it was, it came down to personality. That was what eliminated her was her personality. Um, she was trying to bring a hell no storm, yeah, and nobody and wanted it. She did it. not get it. Uh, but drag has changed so much, and she should, hopefully has seen the past ten seasons of RuPaul's Drag Race since their nine seasons since then that she's like, okay, bitch, stand up, do something different, be loud, do something like crazy, be funny, like because obviously comedy queens have won since then. Like, do something entertaining, like. That's the real thing. Uh, I spooked her look. I loved it. Honestly. Did you poop it? Yep. Why? It's just not what I wanted from an opening. I mean... So you're going to compare it to Mariah and no, Alexis? No, no, I thought that no, her look no, was no. stunning. That was something that like I couldn't have pulled off. Her shoes look gorgeous, too. She looked gorgeous from head to toe. As much as you don't like her, put away that bias. And say, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I was going to oop it, but... Was it good or bad? I know it was a lot it's, for you. It's not my style, but it's but it's it was, a spoop. It's was, a spoop. Was it not an entrance? That it was, was very a, interesting. It was an entrance. That was an entrance that told a story and made a point, and she did it. Do you spoop it or oop it? Or it's a spoop. It? You spoop it now? Okay, fine. <laughs> I'll it's something that, that we haven't seen before mm-hmm. in all of All Stars, so... Mm-hmm. It was it's honestly, a, a smart it was choice. One of the most powerful looks that I think that walking the runway besides Shay, like... Uh, not to discredit Miss Cracker, but like Shay had a point to it and had a callback to it, had like a story to it. She had a full ass, like she had a story too. She came in saying, I'm old school, dripping in jewels, old school, but here I am making my own outfit, making it look good as well. I thought she looked gorgeous when she did it. I don't think it's as powerful as you're trying to make it, but it is this Okay. Scope. Well, that's fine. Next up to the stage. <laughs> Jujube from season two of RuPaul's Drag Race and All Stars One, so beautiful. Oh my god, she see 
backtracking from Iniafera, she came in doing the least and still did the most. So there's a point here. Yeah. Okay. So <clears throat> she her entrance look from season two, All Stars one to now has always been. I work at the mall. Yeah. Compared to everybody here. Yeah. And she does. She looks like she works at the mall. She's a woman behind the jewelry mm-hmm. counter at the Jared's. She's asking if She's you want to get that. like business sheet, yeah. black dress, that, and the little wig that's like off to the side. Looks good. Hey, you want to open a store account? I can save you 15% mm-hmm. today. Yeah. These diamonds are on sale. Um, I think the, the shape accentuates her body very mm-hmm. well. Very well. Very well. Um... The 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 shape of the wig is amazing on her. Yes. What? <laughs> um, also, so smart of her to come in so understated. Because yes. the fans will really get to see her shine from now on. Correct. Because this is something that you definitely can find at a... Um, Doesn't matter. I think it's at a uh, Charlotte Rose. Yeah. <laughs> or a, a Macy's. Yeah. And... Um, I so really, she, it looks like a mall look, but she made it a mall look that was like, okay, here's a mall look when I was in season two, and I look like I came straight from the mall. Season All-Stars 1, I'm a manager. Season All-Stars 5, she came in, like she says, as the entrance look, I came in looking like I own the mall, and she did. She looked like a business executive. She looked like business executive realness from the business exec challenge. I don't fucking remember what season it was, but she was like, I'm important. I'm the amazing. I'm doing shit. Um, I thought she looked great. I'm a big fan of Jujubee. I have seen her do her shit uh, it, online, mostly. Hello. Um, flies. Flies. Um, hello, Kentities. His ears uh, make so much more noise now. I know, because there's a lot of skin now. Because <laughs> he's all shaved. Um, but yeah, that's that's the thing is like, Jujubee came in Roll strong for All Stars Five, and she already was strong from All Stars One and uh, sorry, uh, I was talking <laughs> and uh, season two. Season two, she was top two, wasn't she, or top three? Season two, she was top three. Yeah, so I mean, she was already strong, and I don't remember. I haven't seen All Stars One yet, so I'm sorry. Please, RuPaul's Drag Race. All Stars One had a weird format. Yeah, I know. So did she get eliminated close to the beginning or? To the end. To the end. Okay, so she still she she still did well. Thank you. Um, yeah. Grandma so, Barbie. What? Grandma Barbie. Grandma Barbie. You guys can't multitask. I know. What? I'm trying to be discreet. Like. <laughs> up, up, up. I know. We're I'm good at it. He's not. I, I'm really bad at it. <laughs> I have because when I get on tangents, like I have to like tell my story, and like if I don't tell my full story, then like it does it. it because uh, my you already know that my voice is disjointed when I'm like, oh, well, I have this thought. I have this thought. And then, like, okay, well, I can't tell the full story unless I'm, like, full on, like, fo- fully focused. So Thomas was helping us get more drinks. And it was a um, little my fault <laughs> with and my brain doing Chris was having a, a detox in that one challenge. <laughs> or, no, Alyssa, in that one challenge where she had to write us some jokes. She was <laughs> like, oh, girl, I can't. Oh, girl. <laughs> Roxy, is this too much? Is this too much, Roxy? It's too much! <laughs> I love that. Yes, it's very true. Uh, anyway, so Jujubee, I stand. I'm proud of her. And It's a spoop. It's a spoop. Cheers to Jujubee being a spoop. Oh, boy. I'm going to get my chaser ready. Chaser? I barely know her. Ew. 
Mm. So, are. next up to the stage, Derek Berry. Excuse me? Derek Berry. Derek Berry. Um, <laughs> what the fuck is going on in here in this day? Um, yes. So, I echo that. I get the reference, but only because I had the teachings of Kendall and Thomas to explain yeah. to me what this costume was. Um. It was Britney still, wasn't it? Yeah, it's it's from one of Britney's most revered performances, like yes. her best performance. Yeah, I did. No. When she had the suit, because uh, I've seen a lot of things that, like, um, had the suit and then the reveal to the bra. I didn't know, th- I haven't, I don't think I've seen the performance, but. If you've, what, if you've watched YouTube with us, you've seen it. Yeah, probably, exactly. That's, uh, <laughs> if I've watched, <laughs> I don't know if the fans heard it, if I've watched YouTube with Spencer and Thomas, we've seen that. Um,. But yeah, I have not seen the from what I remember, seen the performance. Um, but I do know that the the suit and like the throw of the hat and then revealing the suit to the bra, the nude bra and pants was a moment. But <laughs> also the who? What's that? <laughs> Probably Brittany. Who? No, not Brittany. We don't know. No. Anyway, because you could do more than that. You can go. Anything have a personality, but Help. we have to. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we go back to classic season eight, where Derek Barry was trying to escape the Britney box, box, and she comes in as Britney, being in Britney the Britney box without a personality in the Britney box. Like, yeah, it's frustrating. <laughs> um, it's sad, honestly. You made it as the top five, being Britney essentially the entire time. When you come back as Britney, you think... Because she's pretty. She is pretty. I think that Derek, Derek Berry is pretty. And she looks very much like Britney. She does um, look a lot like Britney. But I Britney just, only goes so far, girl. So I would have assumed, if I had not known about that performance, I would have assumed that it was just a very poor attempt at a reveal. Yeah. Uh, so you've got to have that background to know what she know the Britney moment that she's talking yeah. about. Which I feel like a lot of gays do know. I know that you didn't and I kind of I mean, did, but like But it should be something that I know yeah. because Britney is I mean, I was still very little when she was very important. Yeah. Um But as, doing something close to like two thousand nine Britney and like something along those lines would be much more on brand for the audience right now because mm-hmm. the audience right now n- had Britney at the age of 10 so you're yeah, looking towards what like year was that 1998 yeah 2000 whatever okay, 2000 still, 2000. still I like, was 8 but that's what I'm saying nine. Like, we were 8 or 9 at that time and now you know go, look forward 10 years later we, we understood Britney references around 2018 and, 2019 I mean, the uh, Britney is a very important role model for people our age she's not the most important she's yeah. a little bit uh she also, older than our she time revealed i i'm trying to defend britney while at the same time agreeing with what you're saying because i'm you're kind totally of right. i'm bridging it because britney has not revealed released anything new since 2012 right 2012 is like the newest album no when was it she released an album in 2015 right she released she something recently. She didn't do a lot after that. There's so a like, video. I watched a Britney Spears video the other day, yeah. and I thought I was having a fucking uh, acid trip because <laughs> it was so weird. LOL. I love that. Uh, but no, what I'm saying is like Britney Spears was, she was popular in the late 90s, early 2000s, had her, her shaving her head moment, 
came back for 2009 through 2015-ish, and we haven't seen a resurgence of her since then. She is she's a pop culture reference, reference and an icon. And we'll know her, but we won't know everything about ex- it. Everything. Especially the kids that are watching RuPaul's Drag Race now. We're looking at the age of 16 through 22 are like the biggest, the big The way that group. we feel about Britney Spears right now, in this moment, is, is the, the way, way that, that people... Yeah. Yeah. Is the way that kids nowadays feel about like, uh, Gaga. Exactly. Because Gaga... And I hate saying Gaga the came kids out, these days. I know. Oh, my God. Gaga came out 10 years later than Britney. So, like, you have to you have to push it 10 years. So, take 10 years off of our life and go backwards to the kids' kids now. The kids? Eight, the 18-year... <laughs> 17 to 18-year-olds. Like, these are people that are younger than us. That 10 Pussy years, cat dolls. I know. 10 years younger than us that are now seeing... Icons that we saw grow up, like Lady Gaga, Kesha, Katy Perry, like these are people that are are doing something. Can you stop living for this? <laughs> uh, Drink you remember, your wine. Do you remember Jayla? <laughs> no. <laughs> do you remember Selena? <laughs> oh, I think she was dead by oh. the time I got to the states. Oh. <laughs> Our audience member is trying to read us for being old now. <laughs> Anyways, so, um, yeah, that's what I'm, I'm kind of saying, like, generational kind of thing. So, like, she gave us a generational thing that, that was for was her generation. For our, for our generation. Yeah. Like, Derek Berry is probably in our generational range. Oh, so, no. How old is Derek Berry? I feel like she might, I feel like she's about Kendall's age. She's in her uh, okay, mid to late 30s. Okay, kind of in our generational range. Um, I'm 28. Okay, come on. Anyways, so that's what I'm looking at here. Like this is the Carly Rae Jepsen. So I'm trying era. to trying to relate things to like a, a time span that kind of makes sense, you know. So that's what I'm worried about with what you to re, re, reiterate your point, saying that it was from 1998 or 1999 or 2000, whatever it happened. Uh, that's something that people that are watching *Rebels Drag Race* now were not even born for to yeah. see. So uh, you need something different. Yeah. So that's I like I poop it. Like, yeah, it's a poop for me like too. It. I mean, yeah. <laughs> what else do you have to say? Nothing. You can go on my tirade too. There's you, can, just, you can help it. There's just things that I've seen that I'm not supposed to be watching that I am. That, uh. You mean spoilers? Yeah. Where they were like, I mean, Yara Sophia said it first. Why did they bring you on? Because they need somebody to go home first. There you go. We'll see what happens. Because we uh, don't know yet. That's true. Uh, next okay, up so to the stage, stage Mayhem Miller from season 10 of RuPaul's Drag Race. So, the controversy upon this baby. I already wrote mm. about it. So, everybody is mad about Mayhem going onto Amazon and buying a bodysuit. She bought a red leotard that you can buy online for cheap. Oops. 20 some bucks. Tea spilled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like there's literally pictures of like her side by side with, with this, other this bodysuit and other drag mm-hmm. queens. It's a bodysuit that you can buy online for really cheap. There you go. You know what? I'm not even mad about it though. I am. We have to stand. No, because I Mayhem- would stand if one of my local drag queens was wearing this. It's a leotard. You, t- I told you earlier. I don't like leotard on entrances for all all stars. You mm-hmm. have seen I've all all- drag race, and for I've said that as well. Now. And a. I'm not mad about it because she is giving a full look. Everything is red. Monochromatic. Yes. I'm here for the monochromatic. You can buy red shit. You can commission people to... I don't know. I'm just mad that people come after her 
for doing that, wearing something that everybody can wear. For All-Stars, you are a RuPaul They're, Drag Race. It's not just because of All-Stars. They're mad that she's wearing it just because. They're mad because... No, I'm mad because she's wearing it because it's All-Stars. You have RuPaul's Drag Race money now. You have gone on tours with RuPaul's Drag Race. You've been paid for this shit. You are getting money for being Mayhem Miller going around. You got paid for painting people's face on Celebrity Drag Race. Like You have money. Go use it for drag if that's what your passion is. Is that what your, your profession is? Go do it. If you're going to come back for All-Stars 5, this is your profession. You've seen... 12 seasons of RuPaul's Drag Race and four seasons of All-Stars, you have seen what you need to bring to the table. Is this what you're bringing to the table? Well, I also think, I mean, she's doing the same sort of thing as Jujube, where she's giving a... a, What do you mean? Don't fucking shake your head at me, because she's bringing something very lax to the entrance look so that she can impress people. Her entrance look on season 11, or season 10, was so much better than her entrance look now. She came in in a pretty ass gown in season 10, and she looks like that in All Stars 5. Don't say like that. She looked amazing. I did not think she looked amazing. She looked she looked pretty as a drag queen. I did not like her outfit at all. I gave it a poop. Shut up. She was there to show us the mug because her signature is her what? Her paint. Her m- massive ass eyes. Yes. Her paint. Yes. I was here for it. I was a spoop. You gave her a sp- You were not going to give India Farah a spoop, and you gave her a spoop? Yep. Are you serious right now? Yes, 100%. Bitch, I'm mad at you. Anyways, well, next up. fucking mad, you goddamn bitch. <laughs> the last, but not least, from season one, we have... Langina. Um I'm so excited. Our queen so comes excited. out. So excited. She... She... <sighs> We thought India Farah brought every bead in the world. She brought... Only to find out that Angina lent her those beads. She brought a mountain and said, Look, I mined this, put it on my body, and said, Let's go. She said, Ex- Excuse me. Excuse me. Did you think you did enough? Because you because didn't. you didn't. Here I am. Here uh, I am. Miss Angina brought every bead in the world. And I think that was a smart move on Angina's part mm-hmm. because the young queens, the ch- the children, the child, the youths that we were the talking youths, about earlier, um, they don't know anything about Angina Mm-mm. because you don't. I mean, even you don't know anything about Angina. I, not yet. Well, I do because I follow her on Instagram, and Instagram has helped me a lot. Uh, but yes, but you didn't see her in her season. I have not yet. She was a shining star. She made it to the the top, didn't she? It was either top three or four. I think it was very close, right? Um, so she she came in with a bang for all stars. Mm-hmm. Yes, she. It's a little busy. It's a. It's very busy. But it's, it's very very it busy, and I understand that. Look from the Philippines, mm-hmm, she is mm-hmm. here, and she is giving her culture everything, but she's also giving drag everything. She is doing drag. So. Have you've not seen Drag Race Thailand? Not yet. So it's it's very very similar to Drag Race Thailand. Mm-hmm. Um, the extravagance mm-hmm, of everything, mm-hmm. and I'm excited to see it now because that's something that she I think tried to give in season one, and that was not like, acceptable. It was not like because it was ready to wear, let look like a woman, like things like, that. and she was like, "I'm giving you like 
cultural fashion, shit like that. Like, no, that's what drag is now. And Andrina is going to excel. I yes. think she's going to do amazing. I think she's going to do so well. Yeah. Yeah, I'm super excited. Um, I've watched all of Drag Race Thailand 1 and most of Drag Race Thailand 2. Um, something that's very prevalent. Uh-huh. Oh, boy. Yeah. I am behind on the time. Sorry, Baby. girls. Um, there's a lot of... Um, something that's very prevalent in, in Thai drag is just like extravagance mm-hmm. like costumes that look like they've taken hours upon hours to make and like Which horns and things thing, like that like god bitch i would like to know the payroll for that one uh-huh. dress uh-huh. because it is thousands of dollars but like i said with mayhem miller she has been a drag race queen for 12 years now and she has put forth so much energy because what i've seen on instagram she is a vocal queen she is out there doing the most she is doing everything and angina i think is more successful than bb zahara benet 100 i think angina is the most successful queen from season one and she's the queen that i've heard about the most from season one and she had the best so angina's message from season one um in in the I believe it was the Amer- American challenge mm-hmm. was that she, she had contracted AIDS yeah, or HIV, HIV, HIV. Mm-hmm. And, uh, which at the time was like a taboo topic. 2008 was like 2007. You don't talk about it. You don't talk. It still wasn't. You don't tell about, anybody about which it. Which Nowadays, like we have several Queens that have come out and talked about it. Like since then, and, like, I'm so proud of them for doing that. But, like, Angina was, was the, the number one. She was the one on national television that said, I have HIV. And she was not afraid. Yeah. She was so brave mm-hmm. to be able to come out and tell that to everyone. Yeah. And, I mean, we the gay community has been dealing with that for there are 40 decades. Years. 40 years now, yeah. Um, and to be the first person on a syndicated drag television show syndicated gay television show because mm-hmm. we had gay television shows before mm-hmm. but nobody was willing to come on and say listen i have, I have AIDS, aids and or i'm not AIDS. dying yeah i'm still, I keep still, saying still AIDS, and it's not aids well, it's HIV. you can i have you can, hiv hiv yeah. and yeah. i'm i'm um i'm here to fight pe- for people that hate have mm-hmm. hiv because we're not different we're not handed a death sentence we're not going to die soon you won't be rid of us soon we have to tell you our story you have to listen we're not bad people exactly um that's what like to respond to what you were saying about like hiv versus aids like even someone with aids like you can still recover you can still like live a a life like uh, aids is not a a death sentence hiv is not a death sentence it's it get rid of the stigma i am so upset that like I will be on dating apps like from someone who is single. I will be in dating apps, and someone's like, "I have to let you know before we like get really into the like conversation." Like, I have HIV, and I'm like, I'm so sorry that you have to feel that I will not accept you or keep talking to you because you have HIV. Like, I understand that's a precaution, and I'm glad that you told me. Like, and that's something that I have to like think about, think about, and like figure out how to work in our own full relationship and like sexual relationship and anything like that and how to be more precautious but that's not going to stop me from liking you like that's and i'm sad that people have made you feel otherwise it's the same thing that we feel that people of color have to to 
I mean, racial biases. Like the, the it's the same similar aspect, but we'll focus on uh, HIV. Like, and it, I mean, people on Grinder have like whether or not you're negative, positive, or like uncertain. Like, those are things on there, and like that's a bias. That's it's, that's a, a filter that Grinder can have, or other dating app, apps can have. Like, and it's upsetting because that is not what the world should be. You know. Yeah, because nowadays we have prep, we have all of precautions, we have condoms, we have everything else that we have information out there beyond a doubt. We have testing that you can do all that free testing around. Like I mean, JRs and the Eagle here in Houston, we have testing Legacy around the corner or... all the time. Free testing that you can go and get tested all the time and get what you need, the help that you need. So the bias that we have is unfair, unjust, un not right. And Anjana brought that up about 12 years ago. So, going back to All Stars, after our tangent, I'm proud of her. I'm happy to see her. I'm glad she's back. Uh, and she's given us a power that a lot of us uh, younger queens did not appreciate until now. That a lot of younger queens don't think about. Exactly. Uh, so, I'm glad to see her. She looked amazing. And I gave Beautiful. her Beautiful. Stan. Stan, Stan, Stan. Huge spoon. So beyond the tangent, I give her a spoop. <laughs> uh, a spoop as well. A spoop, a spoop as, well. as well from yours truly. Yours truly. Um, I have to say, I'm so excited for season five of this All Stars. Is amazing. Um, do we want to go through the um, intricacies of saying who we think's going to be on top? Wait, are you saying? So my queens. Who do you who think should, should go, go home and why? And why? Um, no, I want to say, who, who do you think are going to be your tops and bottoms? So, we've got some excellent, excellent, excellent queens. Oh and God, I cannot speak their praises I enough. I think all of them are fantastic queens. Even if I have shit on some of them, I think that all of them, beyond a doubt, have proven themselves to be worthy on All Stars. Mm-hmm. They like, all have charisma. They all have uniqueness. They all have nerve. They all have. They talent. got there. They got on their original seasons to be here. They are now on All Stars to be here again. Uh, some of the queens proved more outside of Drag Race and did did well. Some of them proved me a second time on All Stars and they're here again. Uh, and some of them I just love from their original seasons and I want to see them do well again. And I've seen them change on Instagram. They made me fall in love with them and I followed them on Instagram, Twitter, and they've made me fall in love with them again. So I think all 10 of them, I mean, unlike season three and season four, there were queens that I hated and queens that I loved. I am very excited about all 10 queens on the I'm excited about all 10 queens too. Um, I want to see what they're going to perform. I want to see what happens. Like, I don't hate any of them. It's been like, so long since we've seen some some things from some of these queens. Spe- yeah, speaking specifically, we have a, a literal split, five and five, between seasons one, two, and three, and eight, nine, ten, nine, nine and ten. We have literally at least five to six to seven years of difference between all of these queens. There's yeah. a huge split between literally five years at least between new queens and old queens, older queens. So like, what yeah. are, what are we gonna what what's gonna happen? I like, don't know. And and if we all know that your boy is impatient, and I can't wait, and I spoil things for so myself. Don't spoil it. Don't say it on the air. Um, but there, of of the things that I've learned from 
sources that are not to be named. Uh, the things that they've knocked knocked away from me or taken away from me where I don't have the surprise that I would would uh, love to have that I ruined for my own self. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing is explicitly surprising. What do you mean? Nothing where I've been just like, oh my God, really? I couldn't have, I couldn't have expected that. You mean someone being sent home? Yes. Oh, gotcha. Well, so far of what they've released from spoilers, it only leads to about the second elimination. Mm-hmm. Um, everything else is up for grabs. Nobody really yeah. knows. That's what, like, honestly, like, in my predictions, I have to say, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it. I think the younger queens are gonna be sent home first. Most of the younger queens will be sent home first because the older queens have been out there for the past 10 years, essentially, for most of them, doing, their, their doing love. them, doing, finding out who they are as drag queens, finding out how to sew, finding out how to do these things, how to do all this shit. Like, back they, when learning how to sew was like, if you don't know how to do this, yeah. you're fucked. Yeah. But, but not just having Now it's fucked. Now it's fucked. Back yeah. then it was like, oh, you could probably still do it. You, you can, can super glue Super glue something to your body. Six, ben Grimm won the, the, the challenge and she didn't know how to sew at the time. And super glued his shit and she won. So yeah. like you look back at older queens and like I think there's a divide. I think the divide is between season seven and season eight. Like, season seven was very much, like... I would probably agree with you. Like, and season eight was, like, you have to accelerate drag. And if you're not accelerating drag, you're not doing drag. Like, yeah. And... If you're not learning a new skill to do something on the show... You're not doing drag. You're not doing drag. Yeah. Not doing... You're RuPaul's doing drag. drag you're not doing RuPaul's this quality drag of drag. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. So, that's why I'm excited to see what happens, because there's a little divide in, like, older queens and newer queens, and I think the older queens are going to excel. I think the older queens are going to slay. I think they're going to they're, they're gonna push forward. They're going to kick the young queens out. All right, girl. Who's your projected top three? Um, I think a queen top three. Projected top three. Oh, shit. Um, I say Shea Coulee, Ms. Cracker, and Jujubee. Mine, too. Really? Yep. We agree? Yep. Oh, my God. This is a spooky podcast first with top threes. We're agreeing. This is weird. Uh, a no, baby. I think that okay, well, let's let's make it uh, differential then. Who's your top five? Top five. Um, I think Mariah Balenciaga is in the top five as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and Blair St. Clair. Okay. My top five is... Uh, my top three is obviously Shay. Miss Cracker and Juju B. Yeah. My top four is going to include Blair St. Clair. Okay. And my top five Shit, will include about Angina. Angina. Shit. I think Mariah will make it up there. Him. I think that Angina will play, replace uh, Mariah. It's You're right. Be so so then I agree with you. I, th- Everybody's so good. This though. season is so good. I, this is like, I think back to like, uh, season three and season four is like oh who who would have I limited? I honestly season three I would have eliminated Trixie earlier, surprisingly like not looking at the whole thing. She's oh, pissed. Not looking at the whole thing. I honestly thought that Trixie was going home sooner, but Trixie did well in the competition, and she did it. I thought Chancellor was going to make it to the top, and she did, but she didn't win. Um, I didn't. Th- I also didn't think Kennedy was going to make it to the top. Oh, I. 100% I thought. Didn't I thought Ben Lacrim. I thought. Uh, 
Fuck. Uh, Thorgy? No. I thought Thorgy would make it high. No, I thought Chi-Chi was going to make it high. Oh, I, I thought Chi-Chi so. had changed enough to... No, I thought Chi-Chi was going to bring it up. Because she did well in season 8 to do it. Anyway, we're not talking about that. Yeah. Uh, but, yes. So, I have no... You, I have no idea. Because this season is very powerful. Uh, season 2 was also... Also, season 2 was also very powerful. Uh, like, you couldn't have asked me who I thought was going to do what... Because I thought all of them were powerhouses as well, like, yeah. and they were. Yeah, I'm. I'm super excited. Oh, oh, no, season two, I was like, Kachi's gonna win. Uh, but she almost did. Yeah, she. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> anyways, so what do no, you think is gonna I happen? Like episode one. Uh, episode one. I don't know because I don't know if it's gonna be a talent show or what. But we found out that it's gonna be a lip sync for. Um, Lip-syncing against, lip-syncing against assassin. assassin. Which, who do you think are going to be the lip-sync assassin? That's my question. Who do you think are going to be assassins that come back and do... Oh, lip-sync? there's going to be tons. Uh, who, who, who do you think in the past that have been amazing lip-syncs that you want to see them come back here? Chi-Chi DeBang. Uh, Chi-Chi. Detox. Uh, Detox. Uh, Shangela. Katia. Katia. Uh, Detox. Uh, or, I'm sorry, Alyssa. How, um, I mean, who is not allowed to come back? Is there anyone that's not allowed to come back? Because I would say... Uh, well. Willem and Madame X. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, definitely Katia. Trixie. Raven. Chad. Uh, Raven. Alaska. Yeah. All amazing. Well, but see, I assume that the winners can't come back. That's, I would imagine, too. Yeah. The winners don't come back. Uh, but I mean, we're looking at people who sl- Latrice, people who have lost Camilla, Cameron Michaels. Cameron Michaels. Cameron Michaels did lip sync. She lip synced four times and won every single one of them. And I know that you fucking hate her because she sent Cameron uh, Miss Cracker home. But I would live for a Cameron Michaels Miss Cracker lip sync again. I would live. I would live. Would you not live? I would die. Yeah, I would live. I would and die. Also die to see them lip syncing against each other. If Miss Cracker won, because I assume. What, oh my god! What if that was the thing? Is that whoever sent you home because you went home is bring brought back oh to lip sync against you? That, I see, would. That's not vomit. assassins, though. Well, no, it would because look at Derek Barry versus Bob the Drag Queen. <laughs> I would vomit every night. Shit. Every Friday night, I would vomit. I don't think it, that'll be it. I don't think so either. But yeah, because some, some of them were sent imagine? home by winners. Jujube was sent home by Raven. No, not Raven. Yeah, no Raven. She was sent home by Raven, right? Um, That'd be emotional. Season, yes. Shit. In her second season, no. See, that's the thing. Is but some of them technically, have gone for, yes. For two seasons, so how can you choose who sent you home? Who, bitch? That would be powerful, bitch. Because who sent Blair? Sent Claire home. I don't remember. Mayhem Miller. I don't remember. No. Um, Bob sent uh, Derek Berry home. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ms. Cracker was sent home by Cameron Michaels. Uh, Shea Coulee was sent home by Sasha Velour. So, like, you you have to bring winners back to send them home. Yeah. So, like, I don't I don't know that that would work. Uh, I don't know who sent Mariah home. I don't remember. Not off the top of my head. Yeah, India's Mimi sent. No, no, Mimi lost. Yeah. Never mind. Um, imagine yeah imagine. that would that would be that would be the worst that would be the worst uh yeah i don't know 
So, Anyways, I'm not going to look that up yeah, because that's a lot of work important. and I'm going to do But I, no, I think it's going to be lip sync. Like queens that have are are known to be dancing and lip syncing and like powerful like that. So Yeah, Asha will be back. Um, How do you know that? Spoilers? No. From yeah. her lip syncs. You're a liar. Shut up. Asha is not good. Anyways, Valentina, your smile is gorgeous. No. Um, she lost her lip sync because she wore a mask. Well, because... She... <laughs> hey, you know who would never lip, never lose a lip sync? Who? Economy Works. Yeah! Um, did you know the unemployment rate is... No. Never mind, not that one. Not that one. Uh, we'd like to thank our Economy Works, <laughs> a freelance talent network that connects professionals with project work. If you're a company that needs help with writing job descriptions, conducting marketing analysis, managing your social media platforms, Economy Works has an extensive talent network of freelance professionals help, ready to help you do more with less. Economy Works. When we work, the, the Economy works! works! Find out more at economyworks.com. That's E C O N O M I W O R K S dot com. Yes. Um, also, so we had talked about doing a RuPaul's Drag Race like uh, uh, fantasy thing. Well, apparently, it's already been doing it. Uh, if you were listening to our podcast and want to do a fantasy thing, it's on uh, Houston Gamers. Uh, they're doing a fantasy league, which I kind of want to join and see what happens, um, where you have to guess, and you have to do it now because oh. you have to do it before it releases on AS5. friday so you have 24 hours <laughs> so go um but i kind of want to do it and see what happens um it's on just join houston gamers uh g-a-y as M-E-R-S. gay m-e-r-s uh just like that um you have a mosquito flying around or not i don't know anyways uh so uh yes so go do that if you want to join us uh we will be playing, or at least I will. I don't. Spencer, I'll play. Spencer will play. So we're gonna go see. We're gonna both because I haven't done it yet. We're gonna go see uh, how we do because I want to see what happens. Huh. Uh, you have to literally plan until the winners. <laughs> you don't. Oh, you don't shit. get to play like each week. You play like you have to plan out all of your weeks and who wins and who goes home and who's in the top and all this stuff and see what happens and see if you win. So uh, yeah. Go well, on. it'll be lovely to take home the crown for that. Um, Are you gonna? Yeah. No. <laughs> Don't use your spoilers. It's cheating. I'm not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just know the first two weeks. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, anyways, so we appreciate all of you guys for listening to us again. Uh, we appreciate the the long episode for you listening to two episodes, <laughs> essentially in one two hours. Two hours. Two hours of you listening to us. In uh, Divide. Well, we also had two episodes. That's okay. It's two episodes in one. But Uh, we'll wrap it up for you quickly. Yeah. Yeah. So um, make sure you listen to us wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to follow us on Instagram, that's Our Our Spoopy Spoopy Podcast. Podcast. On Facebook, it's Our Spoopy. Oh, Spoop. Spoop. On uh, Twitter, it's Our Spoop on Facebook. Our Spoopy on Twitter. And Our Spoopy Podcast at gmail.com if you want to drop us a line. Check out our, our sister s- podcast. What? Check I'm out sorry. our sister podcast. Let's talk, talk about, about gay stuff. stuff. Let's let's talk about gay stuff at let's talk about gay stuff.com. Let's talk about gay stuff on Instagram and Facebook and talk gay stuff on Twitter. Yes. Drop them a line at let's talk about gay stuff.com. At gmail.com. Yep. <laughs> Whatever. Um, um 
Closing thoughts? Yeah, uh, I really appreciate all of you guys. I'm excited for you guys to listen to us from because we have listeners that only listen to our RuPaul's Drag Race, and I love that. Uh, I would love for you to listen to us on Spoopy Podcast, and I encourage you to do it because we're just as stupid on that as well. Um, Even more so, I would say. if you are just here to listen to RuPaul's Drag Race, we stand you, we love you, and we appreciate you. Uh, please keep coming back. And tell us your thoughts. We really want to hear your thoughts because Drag Race is one of our like joint passions. Uh, spoopy stuff is also our joint passion since we started this podcast. But if that's all you're listening to us, please tell come us back. your tell, opinions. Let us your thoughts because we want to argue with you. We want to tell you. We want to call you out. We're gonna <laughs> listen. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you how about Miss Cracker is gonna win this All Stars Five. Shakily, mm. should we tell get, them to get, get spoopy with, with it? Oh, Rupee with it. Get spoopy. Oh, get. Wait, get one more time. Ruby? Get Rupee with it? With it? <laughs>